Gamers, and welcome to episode 341 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? All right, so we've been gone for two weeks. I went out, did some stuff. Um, so, yeah, we've been doing what? A podcast every other... We're traveling the world, Dominic. We're world travelers. Yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> yep. I just travel across the state. Yep. But anyway, it's... The man, it's been a lot of stuff in the news. You know, we got the Afghanistan pulling out, and the unfortunate um, incident that happened days ago with the suicide bomber. And the only reason I heard about that because, like, I've been out of loop on news. Well, not totally out of loop because, but I was with my old man, so he's always because he's old. So old people look at news. <laughs> um, but uh, you just wake so, up every morning. He's reading the newspaper. Yeah, you know those still so exist. I think I was driving on, I think we were, what were we on, 70? Um, going down, uh, and I saw, like, this big um, flag, and I was like, why is that flag half bass? Mm-hmm. I was like, who died? I was like, uh, he's like, you know, it was a suicide barber that um, killed, like, 13 Americans, and I think, like, 100-something um, Afghanis. Mm-hmm. Um over Afghanistan. I said, God darn. So something big happened. Because so far I didn't hear nothing drastic like that happen. I was like, well, at least something like that is, hasn't happened yet. But man, it's and it sounds like today, as of today, Sunday, that there could be another incident happening oh, that wow. they uh, intel is telling people. It, it's this whole situation is just effed up. I mean, it's such an effed up situation. Absolutely. I mean, it's like you've been over there for twenty years, and oh, we're about to pull out, and bam, well, Taliban's like, okay, so uh, we were just <laughs> thanks. Just We've been waiting in. you out this entire time. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah, man, such a it's uh, I don't even know what to say about that. And then you have Hurricane Ida mm-hmm. coming as of today too. I think at one p.m. Eastern time, it will touch down over in Louisiana. So they're going through that. And it looks like so far it's a category four that's going to start out with. Uh, just like about one mile or two miles per hour short of a category five. Wow. That's that's how. So this is. Uh, I just hope like some miracle way that damage is not a people homes don't get as damaged as. I just hope the situation doesn't get as bad as like it could possibly get yeah. uh this maybe a miracle things just don't go as bad as some things don't go bad but hopefully it's not tremendous like definitely not, not like katrina mm-hmm. like i just don't want that situation to happen again um it sucks it sucks so yeah really pretty bad news around i was we were just trying to find something before the podcast <laughs> like hey, what can we talk about that's pretty good that's happening yeah uh it's not really much like not worth talking about. Yeah, not on a the global level. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I guess we could get down to sports then, and uh, some more bad news, you know, for the um the Baltimore Orioles. Um, well, they stopped their losing streak at nineteen, mm. so they did they didn't break the record. So yeah, they won two games in a row after that. So I was like, oh, yeah, I thought was, I was going like, oh, we're going to go on a big winning streak now to make up for all those games we lost. Mm-hmm. And then we lost, I think, the last two games. So, yeah, the Orioles, I mean, we're the worst team in the baseball 
Worst record. I just wanted to be a middle of the pack. That's all I wanted to be. I wasn't asking to be um, in the World Series or anything, or even even near the playoffs. Just <laughs> that last place. Yeah. And unfortunately, that that's not. It doesn't look like that's going to happen. I'm just hoping we can win 50 games. I don't even know if we can fit in 50. Like, where are we at? 40 now, I think. Uh, can we even win 10 more games? I I, I don't know. It, that's just hard to fathom <laughs> the way things are looking. Mm-hmm. But the playoffs are looking again tight. I mean, you know the team. Some of the teams that's going to definitely go. I mean, Dodgers are going to go. They're second place though, right? Right behind Giants. Um, they're the two best records. Tampa Bay's first place in the East again. I, actually, I don't know their first place last year, but you know they went to the World Series last mm-hmm. year. Uh. Yankees, they're they they was on a winning streak. They just stopped their winning streak. Uh, but they're behind Tampa Bay. Then you have the Oakland, well Houston, then Oakland. It, it's yeah, those are the teams that I think. Of. I think Atlanta is in the lead, and they're yeah, their division. They're in the lead. They have a not a big lead, but um, it's a little comfortable. The Phillies are behind them. So baseball, yeah, this is I like this time of year. I love September because it's like, hey, people fighting for that playoffs or a playoff spot to not be like you either fight to get to the wild card or you're fighting to get out the wild card because you don't want to play that one game off. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you want to win that division. So yeah, I, I love this part, Tom. Um, oh, actually, I love this time in sports period because football is about this the regular season. College football technically already started. Some teams played. NFL, we had our last preseason game. Well, some of the last. I think, I don't know if all of them are done now. As a, Well, by the time you hear this podcast, oh, they're all going to be done. Saturday, I watched the Ravens play the Washington team, mm-hmm. and they just destroyed them. Yeah, like, uh, Washington that. team could not do anything. Ravens mostly had their backup. And, I mean, I think Lamar played one series, maybe two. Oh, uh-huh. um, he, he didn't really do much, uh, but when the backup came in, he looks like Lamar Jackson, really? that backup. Like, they really, they definitely got a quarterback, wow. a backup quarterback that, hey, if something happened to Lamar, they have somebody who knows, who can run the same mm. offense. So that's pretty good. I was going to say, good. you wanted to switch things up. That's good. Yeah. And, man, they just was turn our secondary up. Like, our, I mean, our, yeah. Well, secondary and second defense, <clears throat> like backup players up. Like, Ravens' backups was just destroying them. Unfortunately for the Ravens, their starting running back got hurt in the game. Mm. So that's not good. But their team, it, it still can be all right. But the Washington team, I don't know really what to judge on them. It's just a wait and see. Because I haven't really been paying attention to news on them. Like, So I have no idea. Like, I'm just going to watch the season to see what happens. But, yeah, base football is about to start. Oh, yeah, Ravens, they... I mean, it's not a big deal. It's not a really a big deal record, but it's still a record. They are the they hold the record for the most preseason wins in a row. Twenty games. Oh. Nobody's ever done that. Hmm. So hey, it's something. Yeah. Like some some people say, hey, this ain't a big deal. It's only preseason. But hey, I as of right now, my Washington team hasn't won anything. I would, <laughs> I would like just to even have that. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's this pretty cool stat. Uh, anything else in sports happen big? 
last two weeks. There's probably some other things happened, but um, I just can't remember. But any big wrestling news happened? Oh, yeah, Dominic. It's official. CM Punk has returned to AEW. Um, it's It was a great moment. He returned in his hometown of Chicago. Uh, they they took over the, uh, I can't remember what stadium they had there, but it's one that I think WWE doesn't even really run because Warrior they Farms. can't fill it. Warrior, Warrior Farms Arena? No. Or, or, or the MAT Bank Stadium? No. They, were, they weren't here? No, they, they <laughs> definitely weren't here. Um, yeah, so it was, a, it was a nice moment. He opened the show. They, they didn't, you know. They didn't. You say? Oh wait a minute! You said it's a stadium though, so they were outside. Uh, was it not outside a stadium? Or a dome? Uh, an arena. Sorry. Oh, it's still an arena. Yeah, oh, okay. it's still an arena. I think it's their hockey arena. I want to say. Um. So yeah, that that was nice. Uh, they he opened the show last week. Uh, it seems like this week they didn't really have a lot going on on Dynamite. Like it, the first two weeks were were kind of huge for him. I mean, the first week was just. It's the first week of Dynamite. They had uh, title matches like Kenny Omega and, and Christian, and Christian won the Impact title off of Kenny Omega there. Um, and then the second week, they had CM Punk debut. And then this week, they didn't really have anything. A lot of people were speculating maybe we'd see Adam Cole because his contract in NXT just ended, and he's really done everything that he can in NXT. And the way WWE is going... Uh, as far as like moving back to the bigger guys, Adam Cole's a smaller dude. He's probably about my height, like five ten or so. Um, but he's a great wrestler. He, he does a good job with promos and everything. He's he's really a, a great package outside of the fact that he's not you know like five ten inches sh- uh, taller. Um, but his uh, girlfriend Britt Breaker, who is currently the AEW champion, women's champion, she is in AEW, obviously. So there are quite a few reasons why people have been speculating he may be going to AEW, and we shall see if that occurs. Next week is AEW's All Out pay per view, and it sounds like Daniel Bryan, uh, Bryan Danielson, as he goes by in one of the Indies, because that's his real name. Um, mm-hmm. is going to debut there. Originally, there was talk that they're doing a show at Arthur Ashe in New York, which I think is like the tennis stadium or something like that, tennis arena. Yeah. Um, They were originally planning to debut him there, it sounded like, but now with COVID Delta virus stuff, it sounds like everyone's kind of worried that things may shut back down and you don't want to debut a person like Daniel Bryan in front of no crowd. You know, you, you want the crowd there for that. So if they got to move that up to make that happen, then they're going to. Yeah. So it sounds like go to Florida or Texas <laughs> or someplace where they, they'll let you do that. I mean, they they, shut you know, down. they were stationed in Jacksonville for the entire time during, during COVID stuff. So, you know, and, and that's where they kicked back up at with their first crowds. But it's still, uh, even if they were to do like a Daly's place or whatever, it's just not the same. Um, so All Out is also in Chicago. So they're going back to Chicago. I think that's at the what used to be the Sears Center. I think CM Punk was joking that it's now called the Now Center. I don't know what brand that is outside of Now. Yeah. Um, now. What is Now? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, somebody with enough money to buy a stadium uh, or a, an arena, I guess. Um, 
so yeah, it's potentially huge for AEW. I mean, it's already huge that they got CM Punk to return to wrestling. He got a promo about, you know, actually being back because he's, he's feeling passionate about it. And it, it sounds like with everything that he went through with WWE, it kind of lost that passion and, and it's good to see him seemingly back and happy to be there. So we'll see how that goes. His first match will be against Darby Allen at all out. So next week, um, and yeah, that's kind of where it's at. A uh, WWE had SummerSlam last weekend and it was an okay show. There were there were a lot of mistakes. Like so they brought Becky Lynch back, right? Like her big return yeah. after pregnancy. But they they did it in the most roundabout way. So they've been leading up to this match, this rematch from WrestleMania of Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. The entire time they're advertising it, there's been a lot of speculation and talk that it might not happen for one reason or another. Um, you know, WWE, you kind of don't find out if people are sick or injured or whatever necessarily. Um, so there's been a lot of stuff on the dirt sheets, the rumor sites and stuff like that. Um, but the whole night there, the pre-show, they're talking about it. Before the match is about to start, they do the promo package and everything, recapping everything that's happened between them. Bianca Belair comes out, which probably should have been a clue to people that something was going to happen because the champion usually comes out second. Not always, but typically. Um, So she comes out. They announce her. And then the, the ring announcer is like, Sasha Banks will not be competing tonight. Like a complete fucking um, like bait and switch. It's like, we've been advertising this. We're telling you it's happening. And then literally when it's supposed to happen, they're like, she's not able to compete. Here's Carmella. Carmella comes out and it's like, Oh, okay. This is what we're doing. Sure. Um, and then, Becky Lynch's music hits. She comes out, beats up Carmella, and she's like, Bianca, what do you think? Let's have a match, right? Let's tear it down. She beats her in two moves. Literally, the match is like five seconds long. Um, and, and me, I'm just like, do they want do they want Becky Lynch to be a heel? Be a, because Bianca Belair is the face. Like she's she's been great. She's huge baby face. Beat Sasha at WrestleMania, you know, tears down her eyes. Amazing. And I'm just sitting there like, you just brought Becky Lynch back, like one of your most popular people over the last two years. And you, you had her do that to Bianca. And then, and then you, you had Bianca like just slink off like, oh, I'm going to get you back. I, you know, talking shit, but like you just got beaten five seconds. I, I get it. Like there's an element of surprise. You didn't think you were going to be facing Becky Lynch, but also what the hell? <laughs> and, and this is a woman in Bianca Belair that is just beat like everyone on your women's division on SmackDown. So it's like, all right. So this woman that beat everybody is now going to lose in five seconds. That's, uh, it's just a real, real rough look all around there. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. I I 
there are reports now that Becky is like going to be a heel. And I guess she was kind of heelish on SmackDown from the clips that I saw. It was basically like, Oh, Bianca's like, give me my rematch or we should have a rematch. And Becky's just like, nah, I'm good. And then walks out. So I, I don't know. It, it just seems weird. There's, it's just not a lot happening in WWE. That's really keeping me interested right now. I'm, I think I talked about it already, but like I'm already not watching the weekly shows. I try and watch the pay-per-views just because there's usually more wrestling there. Like there are actual matches, whereas Raw and SmackDown is a lot of fluff. And maybe you get like a five minute match interrupted by a commercial break or something like that. But when there are alternatives and those alternatives have all the wrestlers that are really good. Yeah. AEW. uh, Yeah. It, it's just it makes you wonder what's what's worth watching WWE for. Like, it's almost to the point where I mean, like with Adam Cole, I've been saying like I hope he goes to AEW, and it's weird because I remember just a few years ago, it's like oh this guy's contract in New Japan is coming up. I hope he goes to WWE so I can see him wrestle all these guys. And now I'm like, man, I really wish like. Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch, if their contracts come up, if AEW could offer them enough money to make them jump ship, like, can, can I just have them in this federation where like, it seems like cool stuff happens? Uh, I don't know. So we'll see. I'm, I'm excited for Daniel Bryan to come back and be able to have matches with countless numbers of people. I mean, like, Kenny Omega and the guys in AEW, but also that opens him up to the ability to have matches with, with guys from new Japan. And that could just be incredible on levels that I'm, I'm not even ready, ready to contemplate yet. So I'm excited for that. But WWE right now is just on a downturn. And it sounds like from all the rumors, NXT is basically being rebranded as, proper developmental like it it originally was intended to be so like less big indie stars and more athletes that couldn't cut it and are big and strong and wwe wants to train to to put on raw and smackdown um so if that ends up being the cases it's like then the nxt shows aren't even really going to be worth it worth watching anymore and that was kind of the only thing that kept me tangentially around for for WWE related products. So we'll see, but that's kind of where wrestling is right now. Dominic. All right. I mean, I'm glad that AEW though is um, pushing an envelope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're thriving right now. It seems like, yeah, where WWE is lacking. They're um, doing well. Mm -hmm. So at least it's there for wrestling fans. Something, there's something out there for wrestling fans. It's good to have an alternative. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I guess we go into what we were watching. So we both watched um, What If. Like that's basically all we watched. Yeah. Uh, well, that's worth talking about anyway. So how do I feel? Okay, the first What If is the Black Panther slash Guardians. Like if uh, Star Lord was T'Challa, and I did enjoy that episode overall. Uh, how how do you feel about it? I felt the same way. I, I liked the concept of it and having. My fault. Uh, I mean, I'll go into detail. I just want to like it, okay. and then then we like the other one. Then we then we just go right into spoilers, man. I just want <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I like this one a lot. Okay, 
And the second one was like uh, what did Avengers? What Avengers got assassinated? Basically, like what would happen? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I thought it was okay. I mean, it's okay to me. Yeah, I it's probably the least of the ones that came out that I liked. Yeah, but it wasn't. Three, I didn't I'd think it was bad or horrible or anything. Um, I still I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't um, really impressed with it. But well, how'd you feel about it? Yeah, pretty much the same. I think it's the the lesser of the three right now. Um, there there are bits of it that I really liked, but for the most part, overall, it was kind of kind of bland in a lot of ways. Okay. All right. So yeah, let's get right down to it. Like the Black Panther. So so like in detail, like what you like about Black Panther? I like the subversion of it. Like even from the very beginning, where it's like. He's like, who are you? I'm Star-Lord. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm your biggest fan. (laughs) Instead of like, who the fuck is that? You know, and the entire time that character is just like fanboying out over T'Challa because apparently T'Challa's just basically made the entire universe a better place, including the Ravengers and and some people surprised Thanos as well, you know? Yeah. His his entire snap idea is becomes a joke, <laughs> becomes a running joke throughout the thing. You know? That, yeah. that sounds a lot like genocide. <laughs> yes, but it's efficient. <laughs> I thought that was a lot of fun. The The only problem I had with it were some of the voices were just off. Like, And it's weird because it was the people, the actual actors, like Jaiman Hansu, who plays that character, like Morag or something. I can't remember the guy's name. He's like the bad guy that you see at the very beginning of Guardians. Um, him. And then the collector, like Benicio Del Toro, is just like chewing scenery in a way that I don't know, like he's putting on this accent that the, the collector had an accent, but this is like a completely different thing. It sounded like, um, so those two were just, I was surprised that it was the actual actors at the end, um, that did them. But overall I, I, I enjoyed it again. And I, I think the art in this one, kind of worked better because of like how colorful everything was. It wasn't kind of that drab brown and blue of world war two. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like exactly. the way the collectors yeah. cages moved and stuff while they were fighting, I think it, it, it lended itself to it a little better. I thought it looked good. You know what? I was kind of thinking originally with the, what if, I mean, because I didn't look at the previews or not. I just saw some. But I was thinking, like, hey, maybe each episode is going to look has its own artistic art style. Mm-hmm. And that could be really cool if they had done it that, that way. That would have been nice. Yeah. And they got they got their own. Well, there's multiple writers on, like, different episodes, right? Um, so I'm, I'm, I believe they got so, that. Yeah. I mean, it's still. But, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. But I, I that would have been cool. Like, since, hey, this is all multiverse stuff multiverse stuff is like get different artists mm-hmm. for like each one also yeah kind of like the animatrix uh, did right yeah yeah exactly and i think um i'm trying to think i think in the comics is not not in the what if comic but it's something like uh i forgot i think it was like uh balti like something that's connected but not in the like like it's an overarching storyline but it's, it's each comic that you know they have their own art style for oh, yeah, that absolutely. and then yeah so it's it's not all just you don't feel the same but you know it's part of the same thing um kind of um 
overall plot. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though this is not, this is totally different, which makes it should make it easier. But I understand, like, hey, you just keep this one guy or girl or multiple people <laughs> with this art, art style they got. I mean, it's, the art style is all right. I mean, it's pretty cool. But I, yeah, I do, because I just wanted to go, if you're going, if you're going out like this with these zany plots and stuff, um, go all out. I want them to go all out. Like, hey, like, have it, like, visually mm. look different. Like, really just be creative with it. But, yeah, uh, but the Black Panther, yeah, the whole thing of this Star-Lord being, like, a savior and a known savior. Like, people just know him and how great he is, and they, they respect him. Like, they respect He's the chief respect where other Star Lord did not. Yeah. <laughs> hey, like the other, he, he he was he did not. Yeah, he carried himself totally different because of his background and where he came from. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does, in a way, make sense. Like, hey, that you can see that. Yeah, I can see for him it'll be different how he approaches um, uh, different situations of that nature. So yeah, that that was fun. That was really fun. Um, so to the Dead Avengers, I, I guess I'll start with that one then. With that, the whole thing, I do actually like the little murder mystery, uh, plot they had. I, I like the idea of that, oh man, who's off of these Avengers? Cause it's like a guessing game. Mm. I was trying to decide like, Hey, so who could it be? Who could, it's gotta be somebody we know because doing somebody you don't know, that just ruins it. It's gotta be somebody we've seen in a movie yeah. and like who would do this? And so I did, because I, I enjoy that in all television, murder mysteries. <laughs> I, yeah, I always enjoy them. Um, as long as they don't draw, draw it out too long. Like, if they draw it out like to, like, oh, so many episodes and something, that I get, that I get angry. But this was interesting how they did it, um, how they killed each of the uh, original Avengers anyway, except for, now, I forget. Captain America was just still on ice, right? Yeah, yeah, at the end of that yeah, so he just never, you see yeah. him. Because yeah. I thought I missed something. I was like, they must have, he must have died first. And we just, <laughs> I just missed it. But, um, so I'm like, okay, so Captain America's just not, he's not even out of ice. So it's like, okay, so he's not even, uh, don't have to worry about him. I mean, he has the whoever's killing, just saying, like, what the hell? He's yeah. dead. So at first I was thinking, like, what if it's Captain Marvel? Oh, really? Doing it. But I mean, I don't know the reason, but whatever. I mean, mm. find out that it was, um, what's his name, Hank Pym? Yeah, Hank Pym. Yeah. Ant-Man. Yeah, so find out it was him. I, I was like, oh, it's Hank Pym. Oh, he must be angry about something in the past that happened. And then he said, uh, <laughs> yeah, but he said about his wife. So, okay, I guess or I his, see his that. His daughter. I was Hope. Like, oh, his daughter. Yeah. I mean, his daughter. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, man. I was like, D- <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't know. I was like, I'll, I mean, it's, it is something I never thought about, but it wasn't, I didn't get that satisfied feeling of like, ah, they got it. It's, yeah. it just seemed like a big roundabout way of getting back a shield though, too. It I was really, like, really did. Cause is- it was like, I'm going <laughs> to ruin his, I'm going to ruin Nick Fury's future plans. Cause like, this is, they aren't even the Avengers yet. Like, Thor is yeah. just getting there to grab his hammer and he's killing this dude. It's like, does he know the future? Does he know that this guy is going to become one of like it? I mean, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's a good question. I didn't even think it on that, 
that line. Yeah, because like I'm even like, the, the folders that Nick Fury has, like he doesn't know about Thor yet, right? Until no. he comes to get his hammer. Because because they didn't know what the hammer was for. Yeah, because they were saying that's why he that's why he said wait to see what Thor does with the hammer because he wanted to see can he lift this? Yeah, because we can't lift it. Is this is, is this his? Yeah, that is. Ah, uh, yeah. Put holes all up in this plot, Dominic. Damn, yeah. This <laughs> this was this was very average. Yeah, compared to the other two, I think this wasn't thought out much. And this was definitely a darker tone. Oh yeah, absolutely. Than the, other two. <laughs> the first, like, because I didn't know what the idea was. I was like, okay, it has something to do with like. Nick Fury's big week or whatever they call that like timeline where it's like, Oh, I'm recruiting these Avengers. And then it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to shoot up Tony Stark with this thing. And then he just falls on the ground dead. <laughs> like, yeah. wait, what are we doing here? I just, I was just thinking that Tony was going to die. Yeah. So, so, and then they killed Thor. I think Thor next. Right. I just thought like, like, they just didn't bother with the <laughs> Avenger initiative. Like that just stopped it. Right. And they were just, there was going to be a, a new way they get Avengers, like these new people, mm-hmm. like or like people we seen. Yeah, because I they thought maybe Avengers. it was because I saw the trailer. They have like the Guardians as the Avengers, like uh, Gamora and Thanos's armor, and uh, I want to say maybe it's Star Lord T'Challa, but doing like the back to back in New York thing, where it's like the first time you see the the Avengers all together and everything like that. And it's like, oh, yeah. this is how we get to that but yeah no instead it's just nope killing all the avengers in this one for some reason now see because i don't look at the trailer so i don't know what's next well unfortunately i know what's next now because i read comments and now i kind of pissed off because but yeah i i don't i don't know that i don't know what these anything looks like Mm. that comes next because i didn't know what this was going to be about in at all like just watching it i didn't even know the title of the damn show um (laughs) Is what I mean. I the subtitle. I should say. Yeah. So it, but yeah, it. That's why I was. I was really thinking that, like, when things start, when it, when he died, I was like, oh, maybe the Avengers go a new route now. Mm-hmm. Like they, they get new people to be Avengers, and no, they start. I was like, oh, okay, this is different. So all the Avengers are gonna die and say, or or somebody said tempted to kill them all. But yeah, I mean, overall, it's okay. Um, but I think yeah, it's too, that that's a big plot hole. Yeah. Now that I think about it, but it is interesting to see that. Like with Loki, yeah, I was thinking like, well, Loki's not going to just go back to Asgard and be like, okay, yeah, we made a deal, <laughs> and since you helped find my brother's killer, yeah, um, I was like, yeah, he's going to take over because what you what you going to stop him? How you going to stop him? And seeing that Captain Marvel came, he said, oh, well, first him, that was a cool thing they did with him seeing Cap shield and saying, like, how you doing, Cap? Mm-hmm. So you think, I'm thinking like, oh, Steve Rogers is out the ice. And then you see Captain Marvel in the back. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, that's cool. Let's see how she stopped. Well, obviously she can just stop everybody by herself. So <laughs> based on blowing up that damn ship and uh, yeah. <laughs> freaking end game i'm really interested to see if it's like season two we're gonna pick up back on each of these episodes because i believe i read that they said you know captain carter was going to be one that they you know continually bring back but like at the end of the t'challa one you have peter quill being met by his father i can't think of his name 
um, ego. So it sounds like, hey, we might get that what if direction too, right? Like we might find out what happens if this Peter Quill, who has not grown up and and matured in a lot of ways by being a part of the Guardians of the Galaxy, interacts with Ego. You know, maybe he becomes a supervillain in a way. And now we see this one where it's like, oh, Captain Marvel came back before the Avengers actually is existed well now they can exist as they were because everybody's dead you know and, and what direction does that go kind of so i i hope they continue some of these stories yeah yeah it's just curious yeah what what if yeah what if like the the whole going through the future thing like with carter like her being it who's the the new iron man since technically iron man Somewhat existed, you know, back in freaking Civil War time. <laughs> right. So it's like, how 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 does that change? How's that story change? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. This is it's pretty cool. It's cool seeing this. Yeah, I, I like it because I, I enjoy superhero shows, uh, television shows. Um, and this is a creative way of doing it, mm-hmm. of doing the show. I wish they were a little bit longer. Some of these, or I wish they weren't just staying within the thirty minute. Yeah line and you know especially when all the other ones so far haven't really done that yeah i understand like hey because this is we just feel like it should end at this time okay but it's still like oh man it seems like y'all all just yeah it feels a little can't, can't be like 40 yeah it does all right so i guess we get to what we were playing so who wants to go first uh me or you i can go real do quick. i want to go I can start real quick because most of the stuff I played isn't really that substantial. Um, I was trying out while I was waiting for Psychonauts 2 to download onto the PC. Uh, I played a little bit of Art of Rally because I had seen that previously when it came out originally and now it's on Game Pass. Uh, I was playing that through the cloud streaming stuff and it did not handle very well. I... I thought maybe because I was like, man, this is running real bad. And then I was like, oh, I'm downloading stuff. It's using my bandwidth. So I paused that stuff and it still wasn't running as well as I had previously had experiences with with xCloud. I was I was a little disappointed by that. Um, now, I will say this. Um, a few weeks ago, like when I first started xCloud, when I came up here, I said it was running really good. Mm-hmm. And then. Next few weeks, there was a little hiccups, delays. So okay. I had to stop playing baseball because that was really messing me up. While Yakuza wasn't that bad, right? Uh, and um, what other game? I was playing some other game that wasn't that bad doing it, but baseball really was messing me up. I was like, "Darn, it was one perfect before. What happened?" And but then, what last week? I started playing baseball again. It ran great. Okay. I wonder if it's just like time of day and amount of people playing or something like that, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe or maybe they were doing something that yeah, it, I don't know, that caused it so that it not enough bandwidth for me. <clears throat> but because I didn't move my computer or anything, so I'm still in the right. same place. So it's not like um oh I'm close to my router or something now. No. Uh so yeah, I, I stopped thinking like so it's not me. I was like, okay, so it's not me. <laughs> yeah. Um that's that's all I need to know. But yeah, it, it, so it did change. So maybe it'll get better some other time, but that sucks. Yeah, it definitely seems like it's kind of been up and down because like, I played that, and 
overall, just I maybe played 10 minutes or so of it with, with some of the laggy stuff. It's a game that looks cute. It's nice. It's very simplistic. It's, it's kind of almost cell shaded except without the cells. Like it's very just flat colors and, and whatnot. Um, the actual controls of it, you're, you're kind of, a just a tiny race car in this, in this simple world, but it feels very like, uh, it's complicated in a way that I wouldn't expect based on the visuals. Like it, you can't just smash down the accelerator and go. It's very much like, oh, you have to kind of be moderate on it and it's going to shift gears for you and whatnot. Maybe there's an option to actually have a manual on there and, and do the gear shifting yourself and stuff like that. Um, so it seems like something I might give another shot to, but I might actually have to download it to try it out. Um, I also, after that, because I was like, okay, maybe I just need something that's not as active. And Mist is up here now. And Mist is a game that I was never really into as a kid because it seemed very much yeah. like I'm reading a lot of stuff. And I'm. My dad got this game. Exactly. My, I would watch my stepfather play it, and he was really into it. And I just never, it never clicked with me. So I was like, you know what? Let me give it a shot. I'm older, I'm more mature now. And then I got like 10 minutes into it and I reached a bookshelf and it was like, I'm reading like 20 pages of this tome about the history of this world. And I was like, you know what? I don't think this game is, <laughs> I still don't think this game is for me. Cause I just feel like there's pro and, and maybe I'm wrong about it. Maybe I can just go to the puzzles, but I feel like those books and reading is probably going to play a large part in me solving those puzzles. So I was like, okay, maybe maybe I'm not going to do this. Um, that did run a little better, but again, it's just something that's not as fast-paced, so it, it didn't bother me as much if I lagged a little bit. Um, yeah. So that was, that was, that was just like, mm, uh, I don't know about this game. Um, I played a little bit of Spelunky on the Switch. That came out this past week. I picked that and Spelunky 2 up. I haven't tried 2 yet. Um, just done a couple of runs on Spelunky 1 to kind of get my legs back under me and and figure out how they've set up the controls on there. Um, so that runs fine. I thought maybe I saw some stuff about Spelunky 2 maybe not running as well. That would be disappointing because that game doesn't seem like something that should be that intensive. Um, so hopefully if there are issues now, they can maybe patch that stuff out. I played a demo of Picross, the Master System Genesis version, and that's I, I like Picross puzzles. And with these newer games, they have all sorts of things like combo Picrosses, where like the numbers between lines are weird, and color Picross, which I thought was going to be extremely hard, and then turned out to be okay. But basically, if people aren't familiar, Picross is a puzzle game. It's a grid, and then you have numbers on the outside that tell you how many of those spaces. Usually it's done in black and white, so it'll tell you how many spaces are filled in with a black spot and how many aren't. And you have to kind of try and figure out almost crossword puzzle style like looking at the rows and then the columns to see how they match up. Um and then with the color one, it tells you like five of them will be this brown color. Two of them will be yellow. Um, 
I, I really like Picross puzzles. I might end up picking up one of these games eventually just as kind of a chill out, calm down kind of thing. It, it I, I had that on the DS back when they uh, released the brain training game and the Sudoku game mm-hmm. in that. I like doing that a lot just to kind of be like, okay, I'm going to chill out and, and get my brain moving a little bit, but also, you know, have a little fun. Um, so that was all right. And uh, the WarioWare demo is out now, but I didn't get a chance to play that yet. I'm, I meant to. Oh, it is? Yeah there's, oh, okay. yeah, there's a demo of that that came out. Um, and then kind of the big one that I played this week. Do you want to talk about that now or wait since you played a little bit, bit of it as well? Um, no, you can talk about it and then I'll just okay. talk about it. Go into mods. Yeah, so I played Psychonauts 2 that released this past week. Um, and it's funny, I was talking about the cloud streaming stuff because the first night that I played it, I was streaming it to my laptop and I had very little issues whatsoever. It, it ran perfectly fine. And again, maybe it's just a time thing. I was playing later at night, so maybe there weren't as many people playing as when I was trying art rally yesterday, which was, I don't know, like midday, later midday, kind of, you know, a, a higher traffic time. So yeah, uh, that the cloud cloud streaming of psychonauts was, was perfectly fine. I did have like one moment where it was like, got a little bit laggy and then it cleared up just fine. Um, that game is impressively beautiful. I think it takes the art style of the original and up HDs that in a way that looks good. I think it's an art style that lends itself to maybe not like the most intensively powered graphics, but still does a really good job of looking good. It reminds me a lot of like a claymation uh, nightmare yeah. before Christmas, kind of one of the Wallace and Gromit almost kind of thing, especially because the characters, the, the, discrepancy not discrepancy like the the wide array of characters that they have in there they all have very unique looks to them their faces look unique they're different colors they're different shapes and sizes it's really cool in that way like they're very distinct silhouettes for everybody um and so far i, I may be like an hour and a half or so into it i think so far they're already like onboarding me with all the powers that I remember for them from the first one. So it's not one of those games where it's like, Oh, you, you got knocked on the head and you've got amnesia and you don't know how to use any of these things that you had in the last game. We're going to start you over completely. No, this one's just like, Hey, you remember you have that power to roll on the ball and then you press the button and you're like, Oh yeah, I'm rolling on the ball again. That's cool. Um, so I'm sure they'll give you new powers once you, once you get kind of all your old ones back. Right now I can do that. I can levitate with the ball above my head. I can set things on fire, shoot a little beam at people. Um, Platforming feels really good so far. The combat I'm not super into right now. Like the melee stuff doesn't necessarily feel good. It doesn't seem like it's going to necessarily be combat heavy though. or focused in any way. Um, So I don't know if they're just using it as a way to kind of break up the platforming stuff. I I recall that kind of being the case with the first one. So I would imagine they're going kind of the same route. I've heard some positive things about the combat though. So maybe there's something that kind of changes it up a little more. It just feels like when I want to dodge, I'm not dodging as quickly as I would expect to. And maybe that's part of like 
one of the power ups or something because you do have the ability to upgrade your different powers and and whatnot. Um, so yeah, right now I'm I'm really positive on it. The reviews that I've seen so far have been really positive on it. So that gives me gives me a good uh, good feeling because it's been quite a few years since that first game came out. And sometimes it's just hard to live up to the, to the hype that, or not, not even the hype sometimes like the memory of the first game that people have. It's like, Oh man, a a second one of those is finally coming. And then you kind of build up these expectations and it kind of falls flat, but it doesn't seem like that's the case with this one so far. So what did you think about it with your time so far, Dominic? All right. So I haven't finished the first stage yet, but so I I played little of it, but I did, Use like the telekinesis power, um, mm-hmm. the basically the melee when you kind of just slapping people. <laughs> yeah, the, the psychic slap. Was, was that thing. the hand? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think, what's the other power I unlocked? Did you get the uh, the fire one yet? No. Okay. No, I, I didn't get that. I I forget. Like maybe that's it. Maybe it's just a levitation. I felt like there was a third one I got. Did like, you get later. the like shooty beam? Yes, that's what I got. That's okay. the one I got. Yeah, the, sh- the thing you can shoot. So I'm still on the stage where it's like the teeth, the dentist, and it's pretty funny. And the dialogue is is it's really funny. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. Um, I forgot like because I don't remember the story all that much from the first game. So some things I don't remember. Yeah, I kind of want to go play it again or at least watch it. Mm-hmm. I'll probably just watch it again or something. Uh. Because I, because seeing the coach, whatever, although the drill instructor, whatever, like the what the guy always seemed like we're talking military stuff. Yeah. I I thought he was a bad guy, and I was like, I thought this guy was a bad I, guy. Yeah, like, I think he was, and then you like I fixed think he his was, brain in the first one. Or yeah, something like that. yeah, I think that's what. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like maybe something changed, and he wasn't. I said, darn. Um, yeah, I gotta watch that game again. But yeah, the the art style is it looks great like that's what i was afraid of because some of the trailers i can only tell how good the game looked mm-hmm. like the trailers but playing on my pc i was like whoa this game looks good and it was it's running well so yay <laughs> yeah. uh, i can i can see it look really great and i was like good good i'm glad because i was scared like it was gonna look a little too dated but mm-hmm. uh, no nah, i think that the art style helps with that like it, it it's good um could it be better yeah sure but it's I'm fine. Like I'm definitely fine with it. It like how like a Mario. Like how Mario is on the Switch. Like it looks great. Um even on the Switch. You know it probably it, hey, it's probably look a hell of a lot better if you're on PC, but <laughs> but you know, it's not a game it's not a game breaker. Like yeah. it's not a like yeah, you know, it's like it's not gonna break you. So I do wanna play this game, but I have well actually I might can this might be one of my next games. I could play because it's just other man. So many games, so many games. I probably hard, but since you're playing it, at least um, one of us is playing it. So that's mm-hmm. why I feel like okay, I can focus on something else. Possibly, I won't, I won't feel bad like when no, none of us is playing this new game. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna go into my games uh, that I played. Uh, I played some more of the by Dodgeball Academia. Oh, cool! I like to call it, even <laughs> though it's not called that. It's called yeah. just Dodgeball Academia. <laughs> Uh, so I play. I play a little bit more. Not not much. I was just playing a little bit of it, and 
Yeah, I think you, yeah, like I said, I think you would really like it. It is basically to be the dodgeball of golf story, you know, and the better looking, of course, like graphically, the art style of that. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Um, the, the dodgeball game of it, which I still, I said at the beginning stages of it, uh, where, like, I don't think I know all the moves and oh, okay. moves because I'm still learning. I'm still learning. And, I mean, it's fun. It's actually fun playing that game. And I like the whole RPG aspect of, like, going through the school and talking to people and things of that nature. Mm. So, yeah, this game, uh, I, I think I want to get into. I want I want to finish this game. Like, I want to play this. And, I mean, it just tells you what, how t- these games on Game Pass, man, like, they have. It's, like, I like the... Not only the quantity of them, but the the um, variety mm-hmm. like Absolutely. of these games and some of the quality. Like I know some people who may look at Game Pass, especially people who don't have it, um, or people if you're of a certain ilk, you look at it and say, "Oh, these games aren't like huge. All these games are they're not triple A. They're just eh. they're like end games, like games I would never buy, and they're not that great." Well, thing is, it's probably games I would never buy. For me, yes. A lot of these games are probably games I would never buy. Um, I would probably have never given them a chance unless a magazine really pumped them up to say, hey, this game was great. You should buy this. <laughs> but now I have the opportunity to try these games that mm-hmm. I would never buy. And I'm seeing that, hey, I'm just having fun, just as much fun as with this small indie game um, than the AAA game, or more so than some of these AAA games because I didn't really enjoy them at all. Right. So... At least I don't have to break the bank of like, uh, well, some, it's not like you're breaking a big bank, but still, <laughs> hey, if I'm spending $15 on something and I find out I don't like it, I lost $15 because I'm not going to play it anymore. Right. At least now I have a chance to even try this game to realize, hey, I, I do like this game and I really enjoy it. So you might beat it or, or if, you, if it's one of those games that's more replay value and it goes away, you'll you pick it up. you get a discount on it because you have Game Pass. So... I, I've seen a, some stories about how Game Pass is ruining games because yeah. of this one game that this person said they put on game. Um, not this, uh, it's one of these games where somebody, like the developer, oh, Outriders. I think I was it was Outriders. Say Outriders recently has been kind of a, a topic of that. Yeah. But, and some people say, see, that's because they put on Game Pass. So I'm like, but more people are probably playing it on PlayStation. Well, if you put the people who bought the game, more people probably who bought the game probably playing on PlayStation or PC more so than Xbox because they played it through Game Pass. Yeah. So how much more sales were they going to get if Game Pass were they going to get like were they going to make more money? I don't think so. I think a lot of people and plus the game is mediocre. It's a <laughs> right. mediocre game. Yeah, unfortunately. It's yeah. So it's not. I think you just want you want to blame Game Pass for yeah. this because of what you want to some blame Game Pass, but you said. should blame Square Enix. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, wait a minute, why are you blaming off yeah, these that's bonuses what... and everything? Because like that's the story, right? Is like uh, allegedly Square Enix is basically saying we're not paying you guys these bonuses or at all or you know whatever much more we've is in the contract because you didn't sell enough copies. So some people are kind of scapegoating that on Game Pass saying like, well, you know, Game Pass, how does that work? Does that count as a sold copy? Does it only count if you download it? What happens there, you know? 
So yeah, that's just that's the publisher taking advantage of the developer. That's not it's not Microsoft. Exactly. That's Square Enix's fault. Like you're I just feel like people who do that are it's it's the console um war thing. Like you're trying to find something wrong with the other console. Like, oh yeah, see this is bad. This is like cause you don't really like it. Cause that's what it sounds like in these arguments I see on Twitter. It's like Yo, come on, man. You sound real biased. And, and to me, <laughs> since I'm so much older, it sounds stupid. It's like, why are you so in love with this hardware? Why are you against this? Just ask Sony to do the same exact thing. Yeah. That's what we should want. Like, like I was I was upset that Microsoft was $500 for their damn um, Xbox One when it first came out and Sony yeah. was 400 I was like, I want an Xbox ecosystem, but... Why can they just take the loss on that goddamn Connect <laughs> shit and just yep. sold it for four hundred? Uh, and that's why. Well, that's why I didn't get it till release. Well, I was gonna get it a year later, later anyway. But that's why I got it like used, pre um, refurbished one instead of just a brand new one. Because I probably would have got a brand new one. If it was four hundred. Mm-hmm. But and there's a lot of problems with uh, Microsoft that I didn't like. I mean, I said it, but I'm not gonna try to justify. If something's like done wrong or try to find a reason to hate the other, I mean, it's that's just such a dumb argument. I say, I, I don't, I don't get it. Like, you think is you want your console to be better. I mean, you want you to get better. You don't want the like seeing the other console be worse for your like, as we got, I'm trying to say this. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to say it like this like, seeing Microsoft be worse, like, shouldn't it make you feel better about having a PlayStation? It should be that your PlayStation has done something to make it better. Right. Because if Microsoft just changed to do something worse, then it's like, well, I'm glad I got PlayStation. But your PlayStation didn't do anything. It's just that Microsoft <laughs> fucked themselves over. It's not as that, bad as it. that, where, it, you know, you, you yeah. want it to be as good as that thing, right? Exactly. So it's, I, I don't know. But anyway, Outriders, I did play some of that. And they, yeah, the game has problems. Like, I was playing. I was trying to play with random people. Every time I try to put me in a group, then they say, oh, nope, you can't get in a group. You can't get in a group. And I just, like, whatever. I just played by myself because I was playing on streaming. Since the streaming um, was working all right, I was like, let me play some Outriders. And it runs, I say this, it runs well um, through Xbox streaming. Like, the load times are way faster than there are on my base Xbox. Mm. And, yeah, just, like, yeah, it makes it a lot easier for me to get through that game i mean the game is like i said it's all right i mean I, I have fun with it but it's not you know a great such a great game or anything like it's a good game to have on xbox game pass i feel like like i felt the shooting's all right i mean it got that gears itch for me it, that that's what it has mm-hmm. unfortunately I, the networking they still have problems with this game and i don't know like i mean i don't know how much support is going to this game i mean maybe Square Enix is just like uh, whatever. But just we were just gonna hey bring you guys over to to Avengers while we'll finish that off and then move on to something else. I mean, it's like they got these two games that didn't do well as well as they wanted them to. Uh, apparently, like with Outriders and Avengers and Avengers. I mean, they just came out with the Black Panther. Oh yes, and I just hey I played that. I'll get to okay, that. Okay, cool. Uh. So I'm thinking like Outriders, like what is the the timetable that it, are they still putting new stuff for this or cut is this and run, like, Dominic, cut and run. 
That's what I'm thinking. Is, <laughs> is it a cut and run thing? Or like they're doing like little small updates, but nothing significant. Because I haven't heard I haven't heard anything huge. Like yeah, Avengers, no. at least you heard they've done like, you know, the... Um, the Hawkeye stuff. Hawkeye stuff, yeah. yeah. They've done the Hawkeye They're still working on Spider-Man, they, Dominic. Still hope. Well, yeah, they, allegedly. <laughs> uh, it's it's got to drop so, at the same time as the movie, right? I don't think so, man. I think they would have said Which we something. didn't talk about that trailer, but there's some shit going down in that trailer, Dominic. Oh, yeah. We, I totally forgot about that. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Outrider. So, oh, yeah. They But the Avengers, I played the Avengers. Some of the new Black Panther, like the intro part, mm-hmm. is interesting. Um, it, it seems weird how Black Panther talks. I mean, because, right. you know... <laughs> I'm used to T'Challa. Yeah. I know you saw a deeper voice. Not that it had to be T'Challa's, but I'm used to uh, a certain um, uh, not volume. What is it? Uh, a decibel? I don't know. Maybe something like a bass. Okay. I like a more bass to the voice than what I hear here. But it, it's 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 fine. It's okay. At least their enemies are different. Okay. I will say That's that good. they're not just robots. They are human. So I was like, oh. Good, because I was tired of just fighting the same fucking robots. Uh, but then I said, I told myself, you know, I want to go back and finish the story of the first game because I was near the end. So I did. I finished that off. I beat the story of the first game. Story-wise, it's fine. It's, it's, it's a good story. It's fun. Gameplay-wise, is yeah, it's mediocre. Mm-hmm. It's pretty mediocre. It's not much diversity into the gameplay at all to go with that story. Uh, so yeah, that is pretty disappointing. Uh, I wonder what's the future. Like after Black Panther, and whenever they get this Spider Man going, what's the future of that uh, franchise? Like, are yeah. they going to just move? Are they to do a Marvel two Avengers two, or are they going to do some more updates to this? Are they, are they just going to kill it? What's what's going to happen? I mean, this was, I mean, I don't, this was a bad route they took on this game man like <laughs> honestly I mean they should have took the route that they did with Guardians of the Galaxy but which is but we'll see how good that game is right also yeah. now that game turns out to be actually pretty good then it's like damn y'all fucked up Avengers <laughs> y'all could have done this yep you could have made this exact game with them yeah alright so I played some more Ace Attorney I finished the first um, Ace Attorney's um, Chronicles so I'm on the second one now and because it's two games in one good story. And it's a story that carries over to the second game, this overarching plot of mystery that I like. Um, game is fun. It's funny. Uh, but they have, I, I like how they incorporate the story into this overall series, which they, they have done in the other past games. I will say that uh, they've done that with Ace Attorney, mm-hmm. like connected dots from, early on in the game. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, always... Absolutely. But sometimes the way to connect it is that, was this your attention or you just <laughs> found a way to do it? Right. But th- but this this feels like this is their attention. Like, I can see it. While in the first Ace Attorney's game with all those three games, I felt like y'all just kind of picked around and see how you could connect these things. And it, hey, it worked out in a, in a way. It did work out in a way. If we don't see these like new characters, characters pop up, I feel like you had to you had to put them there for a reason. Or I don't know. Say so you, you kind of you didn't have to put this character to be incorporated in this plot, but you was like, ah, I got to. Um, but yeah, this 
But you know what? They are very making the um, English very racist to the Japanese. Oh, really? I mean, they, they're really like looking at them like, oh, you're inferior. Like, with with him, it's like, oh, you don't understand our concepts. Like, doing a, like the prosecuting attorney or whatever, the prosecutor, he's always like, when I say something I don't understand, so, oh, I forget in your backwards world over there, something mm-hmm. like that, you don't understand this and things of that nature. There's be like, some oh, kind of payoff to that, right? Yeah, I, I'm thinking because he does have something against Japanese, but you don't know yet. I'm thinking you're going to find out something happened. But that doesn't mean you should be racist to all the people. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I just come out here and say this shit. And I like, and you just looking like, oh, man, is he's doing like, you know, that silly Japanese stuff is like, God, oh, so you just make it fun of me when you really be saying like, man, fuck you. <laughs> right. yeah. You white pasty bitch and something like that. That's what you should say. <laughs> He's going to show how truly uh, backwards your country is by the end of the year. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but the game overall, yeah, I do. It, it's fun. I mean, like Ace Attorney, it's, it, it's, it's real fun. It's, it's actually pretty fun. All right. So I also played the new game, 12 Minutes, which is a game that is based on, it's like you play 12 minutes of this guy's life when he goes in and meet his wife. But things go wrong, horribly wrong. And then when you die or something drastic happens, you go back to that same point. So it's like you keep um, repeating yourself, um, kind of like a Groundhog's Day, but for just 12 minutes. So you got to keep changing up things. So, so far, I, I mean, I'm not going to really ruin it, but it's cool, like how you can do a whole lot of stuff within those 12 minutes to really change it up to see what happens. The problem is, is that. Some things I had to keep doing over again. So I was like, oh, and then if I do something wrong, I hit the wrong button by accident. It's it's not a quick, easy way just to say, fuck it. Can I just start from the beginning again? Mm. Or just rewind to a certain point back. But you know what? I was at least give me the option to just just to go for the beginning again. Uh, they give me a point, a certain point in the game where you could just fast forward to when the guy breaks in. But they still have to go through that part again. And. I was like, ah, oh, this. There needs. I wish there was a better way because that's what makes me stop playing. Because I was like, ah, oh, spent so much time. I know what to do now, but I don't feel like going through all this again, like everything again. So, and one time I was close to really getting something going, but I did one thing wrong. I did one thing wrong, and I gotta do that whole thing over again. And just because of that one minor thing, I didn't do um, with the guy who's trying to break who was go, who's going to kill us basically made my wife but it seemed like it's a secret that she has mm-hmm. that she's not trying to tell me and she still doesn't even admit to the guy when she's about to die so this must be a strong secret that she's willing to get, take to the grave which i'm thinking like after i find out what the secret is next time i die i'm gonna come back either i'm gonna die anyway i'm gonna beat the shit out of her because like you make me go through this shit <laughs> Because because you didn't freaking want to tell this guy coming here killing me and over and over again? It's like, because you lied to me? Like, I said, I asked you a billion times. Like, just tell me the truth. Just tell me the truth. Say, I don't know what you're talking about. Say, I'm not talking to you anymore. I said, you son of a bitch. Well, <laughs> one time, I just hid in the closet. While, like, uh, while she was getting, like, the guy was tied her up and, um, like, um, interrogating her on mm. where the stuff is. You're like, ha ha, surprise, I was like, yep. you got her. 
Yeah, yeah. I was like, no. Nah. I said, I'm just gonna watch that Tim Killer ass. But I, but actually, that turned out to be a good thing to do though, because she told something to him that was a clue, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I can use this to next time. I was just doing it out of um, pure <laughs> hate. Just to see you get because <laughs> because I hid in the closet before she knew I was there, so she didn't think I come home yet. I'm just watching. Say, yeah, you take that son of a bitch. That had to make me get, get, get killed because of you lying. Well, we could have got out of here. You're not believing me to just leave. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, creative. It is creative, but there's little minor problems. But yeah, I do want to finish it because I want to know what happens. I think that's it. Oh, Mass Effect. I did finish Mass Effect 1. I finished both of them, the male and female shepherd. So my wow. female one, she let the council die, and then you even have a choice in your dialogue to say like, "Why'd you do it?" And I said I did it purposely. I said because for humanity to take over, because these people ain't doing shit for us. Which <laughs> I actually agree, even on the male side. Really, it's like, man, I would have let those motherfuckers die. <laughs> but nah, I had he had to be the good guy. Say we save the council, keep them. On board, even though they wouldn't believe me, they kept saying like, "Oh, Sarah's just playing with you." So you don't know him. I, I said, "Dude, I'm up here fighting him and shit, and you up here telling me like, <laughs> oh, no, uh, there is no, there's, there's no weepers. Sarah's just using that to distract you." I said, oh, "What the hell?" I said, "Okay," but I do want to. Uh, I'm not gonna do it this podcast because we it's gonna be a long one. I want to go into the Ashley thing because man. I think white people, because that's what mostly it is, who play this game, obviously, uh, and who has this opinion. It's mostly white people who has this opinion that Ashley is racist. I don't think you know what racism is. And I think that's that hurts us more than anything. Because y'all say, I mean, and listen, some of my people do too. They say they're racist that really aren't. But to say Ashley's racist is that you do not know what racism is. And yeah, that's, that's all I got to say. She's a space not nationalist. What, she's not. And, and you don't know the story. Like, or, and plus, either you don't know racism and, and you don't know the story of Mass Effect. Like, you don't have the grasp of the time that humans has been with these people, with these other aliens. Like, all that stuff that happened with the war against the Terrians is very, people are still alive. Like they're yeah, not because her old. father was part of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, her grandfather was. Oh, okay. Now her right. grandfather's dead, but Anderson is part of it. Captain Anderson. Um, right. Is it Captain Anderson? Um, yeah. Uh, but um, he's part. He was in that war against the Terrians when they um took over Shanghai. Um, or Shanghai, whatever. Um, Shangxi, Shangxi. Um, so that is very recent. We did not know that before that, we did not know there was other life in the universe. So for her to have the opinion that she has, it is just highly. I'm actually amazed at how these humans have just accepted this and how they accepted us. I'm very amazed at that. I feel like this is a very short time to be accepting a new alien species and just going out about your business like it's normal like 
I'm surprised there ain't more people like, yo, what the fuck we doing? Are we going to just join these people and shit? Yo, maybe they like, like we do some other, like, it, was, it felt like diplomatic stuff would be happening, take a little longer than this. Than, than a person's lifetime, really. But it's a video game. But like I said, I feel like anything she has a problem with is purely justified. It is nothing racist that she said. But I mean, I'll go into details of that probably next podcast. All right. Uh, I'm going to study up, Dominic. Yeah, yeah, you got to study up. Um, so we're going to take a break. And when we get back, we'll get to the flashback segment. All right. Let's go back in time, shall we? Doodle, doodle, doodle. And we're back. And now we're flashbacking to 2011. Ten years ago, we're going to have about two weeks worth of games that came out. Um, so let's see what we got here. What's the first thing I want to say? Uh, the first game I'm going to say is El Shaddai Ascension of the Metatron. I don't know why I even said this thing because I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> I don't even know what the, the hell that I just read. It was like super shell, shell shady and flat and like ethereal. And it was, I think, like a third person action y combat, like almost like a Devil May Cry, but not quite as. Uh, combo focused, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember playing the demo for this one. All right, so the next game we got here is No More Heroes. Heroes Paradise. This is I don't what kind of No More Heroes game is this? Um, is that just the first one once it was released on things other than? Yeah, it looks like it was just the PS3 and 360 version of the Wii game. Okay. Because originally it was a, it was an exclusive for the Wii, and then it came out on stuff other later, other stuff later. Is No More Heroes still published by Konami? You know what? I don't know. I almost want to say it's published by Nintendo now, but I'm not sure. Oh, see, like the. They said the North American and EU versions were published by Konami. Oh, okay. While the, the Japanese one was published by Marvelous Entertainment. So I don't know if Konami's even still doing that. Yeah, Grasshopper Manufacturing. So I guess they're basically self-publishing. Okay. And Marvelous Inc. Maybe they're helping them out. All right. So what we got here? We got From Dust came to Windows. From Dust is the... Um, let's say platformer with furries, like Daniel likes to say. Um, you play as a fairy. No, no, and, no, 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 that's... Oh, that's, that's an easy tale. Yeah, that's that's oh, an easy yeah, yeah. No, that's like the oh, world yeah. building one. Oh, we already talked about this game then. Yeah, yeah it came out yeah. on um, Xbox. <laughs> okay, this this is the uh, okay one. I like the Dust Elysium's Tale better. Yeah. Um, which is totally a different game than what that is. Yeah. It's, oh, we got... Konami Crazy Racers came out on the Android. Ooh. I don't know why. I don't usually talk about Android games. Because uh, <laughs> it was so good. Toys. I remember it on the Game Boy, at least. Uh, Toy Soldiers Cold War came out for the Windows Xbox 360. This is a sequel to the Toy Soldiers game, which that, I don't know the first one got decent reviews. I don't know about Cold War. Cold War, uh, but I know that's more um, like almost G.I. Joyish okay. guys while like they I think the first one was more of like the green 
like I guess army uh, World War Two maybe. Mm-hmm. And I think this is more modern, well, not totally modernized, but maybe eighties, maybe eighties. I would say. Gotcha. Uh, well, yeah, well, it's Cold War, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so what else we got here? Uh, do I want to talk about this game? Three D Classics Urban Champion. I don't know what that is. Probably just Urban, yeah, just Urban Champion, but released on the three DS. I don't know what Urban Champion is. Uh, I don't either. I think it's like an NES game. Probably like a side-scrolling beat-em-up, I think. Okay. Duke, Duke Nukem Forever came on the Mac. So good for them for the your Macintosh users. <laughs> you got Heck Duke yeah. Nukem. Flight Control came out on WiiWare. I um, guess it's probably, probably about um, driving a boat. Uh, we got uh, <laughs> yeah, some Deus Ex. Oh, this is a big one. Deus Ex Human Revolution. Yeah. Came out for the Windows, PS3, and Xbox 360. This game I played on the PC, maybe, did I play it when it first came out? I think I played it closer when it first came out, uh, probably a month later. Uh, and it was, I was really liked it. It was, man, I mean, it was so much to do and like so many ways to achieve your objective, like either like hacking or just going up and just kill people. But since I had the cheats, I had it so people couldn't see me. So I was like, yeah, I can finally do stealth without being annoyed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I did a lot of hacking, things of that nature, and reading people's emails and stuff like that. And, yeah, the game looked good. Uh, I This is the first DSX game I ever played. I never played any, any of the other two, one or two. So, uh, and I did enjoy this one. This is, you know what, I should say, this is the only DSX game I've ever played because I didn't play the sequel. Uh, Mankind Divided because I heard like people said, oh, it's not good as the first one, and it kind of I was like, I'm going to wait and play it. And when I tend to do that, I tend to forget about them <laughs> and yeah. don't ever play them. Which I I do want to play. I do want to play them. All right. So what else we got? Here we got Shimagon Tensei Devil Survivor Overclocked for the 3DS. It's a Shimagon Tensei game. Those Japanese RPGs. That's really anime. That's Got a lot of anime people and stuff like that. And they're right, uh, tangentially but, related to Persona, right? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they are. All right. Uh, just let me see here. We got... Don't care about that. Oh. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Rugby World Cup 2011 came out. Ah, that's the so one you So good for about. you rugby fans. <laughs> they got that guy on the front, I guess. Yep, that rugby beer. ball. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, let me see. What we got? Body Count came out. I feel like I know this for the PS3 and Xbox 360. Doesn't sound like something I've heard of. But this cover doesn't do anything for me. Codemasters, first person shooter. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that cover. Oh, it's considered the spiritual successor to Black. Yes. Okay. Black, I did. Yeah, Black, people say that was a great game. I played it on a PlayStation 2. I think the Xbox. Mm-hmm. I played on the Xbox and I was not impressed then of it. I thought it was okay. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't like a big deal um, to me. Just but, yeah, dedicated this is not get, to the guns, Dominic. This didn't get really good reviews. Uh, 50, 53% on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. Alright, we got Driver Renegade 3D came out on the 3DS. A driver game on the 3DS. You can drive in 3D. Rough. It comes, pops out right at you. 
Yeah, the steering wheel. You can just so you can like, yo, I'm touching the steering wheel. Well, oh, they probably made um, you use the bottom screen as the steering wheel or some trash like that. Oh yeah, that would suck. Uh, I'm gonna skip that one. I'm gonna say Man, NFL 12 came out, right. and who was on the front of that? Peyton it Hillis. Was... Oh God, that's the one when they used to vote for him. <laughs> and he didn't do shit. He did. He did stuff for one year. He was a a decent back. He was like a fullback, which like fullbacks weren't really used much around this um, that time. It's not used much now. And he did great uh, for that one year. After that, nothing. Mm. Absolutely nothing. And that's what some people were mad. Like, how did he get on the cover? Like, to say <laughs> the Browns fans really just came out hard for him. Uh, what else we got? We got Mortal Kombat Arcade Collection for the PlayStation Network came out. Okay. The Baconing came out. I guess you're making bacon. The Baconing. Uh, Tropical 4 for the Windows came out. Okay. That's, that's, uh, that's There's always a new strategy Tropical game. game. You know? Yeah, Tropical, yeah. That comes out a lot. What were we on? What are we on? Seven or six? That's a good question. I remember seeing six. six? I definitely know a six. Probably six, maybe. <laughs> I'm afraid to say now. <clears throat> Ugly Americans Apocalypse Again. Oh boy. Came out for the PlayStation Network. I ain't never heard of this. That's but based I know, on is the it, is cartoon. It, oh, the right? TV show? Yeah. The two, do you think it's a big show? Okay. Oh, yeah, I remember definitely Ugly Americans. Yeah. yeah. It probably wasn't a good game. No. 44 uh, on Metacritic. <laughs> Yeah, Mortal Kombat Arcade came out for the Xbox Live Arcade. I don't know why they just could combine the two. I know it came on different days, but just come on. Uh, yeah, because, yeah. Rock of Ages came out. It was kind of a cool the- concept. It was like that kind of like bowling ball of rock going through. Yeah. It's kind of like monkey ball in a way, but not. What about Calamari? Calamari? What about it? No, I'm saying, is it like that? Because that's a big ball of people. Oh, Calamari. Yeah. I- uh, yeah, I guess something like that. Basically, you were you were kind of rolling. I can't remember if you were controlling I the stage either game, so or I, the just, actual ball, yeah. though. That's what I don't. Yeah, remember. I haven't played either game. Um, well, actually, Walk of Ages, I played. I think a little. No, I think I just watched it. Like I watched it and thought, something. like, "Hey, I would like it." Yeah. So you got Windows, Xbox Live Arcade, PlayStation Network. that came on. Um, the the Baconing came on Xbox Live Arcade, and the, also the Ugly Americans game came on there too. And that is, uh, well, actually, no, one more game. Uh, Jerry Rice and Nidus Dog Football, where you <laughs> play as, I guess, Jerry Rice's dog or with him um, in, like, dog football games. You got to love it, Dominic. Yeah, I think it got okay reviews. Well, from the IGN gave it a seven. They got so bought they off. were paid. Yeah, they were paid handsomely. Uh, <laughs> it's just like... Yeah, Jerry Rice football. I mean, Jerry Rice. Because they're in San Francisco, Dominic. They were like, we got to give the hometown boy. And by that, I mean team. I don't know where he's actually from. But we got to give him Got to give him a good score. He couldn't call him Montana or something like that. It's, like, he it's call not court, Johnny his own U, Dominic. It's Leonidas. Whatever. Or at least that's it's what he Leonidas. tells everybody. Whatever. Uh, all right. So it's a big I guess that is it. 
for 2011, and now we're going back 20 years to 2001, and what do we got here? We got Matt NFL 2002. I want to say Dante Culpepper's on the front of this one, if I remember. And yes, say Dante Culpepper, quarterback for the Vikings. He oh he he was cool. I like I used to like that team. I used to love that team because they were great. But unfortunately, the Vikings or oh, what they always do, they always just losing the playoffs miraculously. <laughs> um. Man, I was always rooting for Randy Boss to get a ring. All right, so what else we got here? We got Armored Core 2, another age, came out of PlayStation 2. That's where you get in this big, giant robot uh, and blow up shit. Basically like a Metal Gear or something. <laughs> or like a Mech Warrior. I always get this, yeah, Armored yeah, Core. Back in the, say, back in the day, I was confused get, with like, Mech Warrior. Yeah, Mech Warrior, Armored Core. Um, what's the Square Enix one? Well, Squaresoft, I think at the time. Uh, what the f? Even though that was like an RPG thing, it was that was an RPG, and but I it had a name in it that always got me confused with the like the other back games. Mm. Hold on, Armored Core is not Squaresoft, right? That front mission. Front mission. That's what it is. Yes, front mission. Because that, because you play as getting these robots, but it's like a strategy. I think it's like a tactics game. Mm. And I used to get it confused, like, oh, because uh, I didn't really know it was a tactics game. I thought you were just actually playing in the robot like a third-person action, because I'd never seen it. And I was like, they say, you, hey, you're in these mech suits. So I said, oh, another mech game. All right. So what else we got? Uh, yeah, so I would have been disappointed. If I told my parents to get that game, I would have been so disappointed to realize it was like a turn-based Tactics game. I think I would have hated it. Oh, maybe I would have liked it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, here's a huge game that came out. Uh, Mario Kart Super Circuit for the Game Boy Advance came out. Uh, which this is wasn't this basically Mario Kart for the uh, Super Nintendo? Mm, it, I think they had some of the tracks from that remade. But it was like a mix. There was like half new tracks, half remastered okay. tracks. I know it got rated really high. I oh, it was incredible. I love that that version of the game. I got to you just like every Mario Kart. All, all the fucking same. And- no, I think that that's probably one of my favorite ones. Double Dash sucks. You say Double Dash. I don't know why. That's the best one. <laughs> it's just probably the one that I played the least, to be honest with you. That's, that's the only reason why I would say that. No, oh, I, I love Mario Kart. I mean, it's, it's it's great. It's not better than SpongeBob Kart Racing, but it's um. <laughs> you could at least said Crash Team Racing, down. I <laughs> well, Crash Team is number one. No, I say it's not good as SpongeBob. Oh, okay. Crash Team is number one. Gotcha. Uh, there are numerous ahead of it. Got it. Then it's um Magic Kingdom Racing with the uh, B League of the um, Disney characters, <laughs> uh, and then it's and then the SpongeBob and then Mario Kart. Kart. Oh, yeah, crazy. Oh, I forgot about that. All right, so what else we got here? Uh, Dave Mira's Freestyle BMX 2 for the PlayStation 2 came out. It's before it got to Triple X. Yeah. I think, I guess this this is the last one before Triple X, right? Yep. Before he became relevant. There there was like, man, we got to get some more sales. Come on, let's put some girls with 
Some big titties. Yep. Which topless. is funny because I don't even think like the Matt Hoffman games, which were made by the same people that made the Tony Hawk games, were really doing that well. <laughs> Just yeah it's not like they were like out selling them i don't think i think they both probably just weren't selling that great all right so we got espn final round golf 2002 for the game boy Advance. so i know that's one of your favorite golf games on oh the yeah game boy Advance. you said you said it's even better than burial golf love the espn brand <laughs> dominic also you got alchemy for windows which is a puzzle game with the wizard face on the front he looks I feel angry like i if that's what i think it is because i remember it's like popcat the, the pop alchemy thing like there there were a lot of games around that time doing like the same thing where it's like you mix these two things together it's basically crafting in minecraft now but like back in the day it was like you take these two dissimilar things and then you turn them into this thing and then you mix those new things that you made with another thing I kind of miss that game. That's, that was cool. And now we're getting here. What we got here? We got Test Drive Off-Road Wide Open for the PlayStation 2 Test Drive games, man. The last one I remember Test Drive was a 360 game. Was there one that came out on the one or PlayStation 4? I don't recall. I don't think so. Yeah, but that's one of those racing games you used to see all the time. Them and... Ridge Racer, you know, uh, it's, of course, well, you still see Need for Speed, though. I mean, it was like I see Test Drive. It was like different versions of Test Drive. I mean, that just comes out. Uh, I never played them. Never really played them. I think I played the demo of the one for 360, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them. All right. So Resident Evil Code Veronica X for the PlayStation 2 version came out. I was excited that I, re- that I forgot, like, oh, I'm scared of these games. So I never got it. <laughs> Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 for the N64 came out, oh, so you boy. got to see it in all this blurry. I was gonna say, like this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, we got Extreme G3 Extreme G Racing for PlayStation 2 came out. I missed the I don't Extreme know how. G series, yeah. Extreme G, I mean, it was like them wipe out, it was another one. Like the speed and like going these zany tracks. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it was. I mean, yeah, Jet Moto. Yeah, I did like. But I felt, I felt like it was something like where it was like futuristic. um, F zero. F zero. Yeah, F zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what kind of buzzed me off. Is there another one? Is there another like? um, I think that's it. Extreme G Wipeout F zero. Uh, but see, they didn't do an F Zero. The last F Zero really was what the the GameCube, the GameCube one, right? Yeah. I think another one. It's like I'm missing something. All right. Um, and the big one that came out came out in Japan. Devil May Cry. Oh boy. Uh, which was originally going to be Resident Evil Four, but they changed some things and made it action. Or maybe Resident Evil 4 was going to be... Well, well, Resident Evil is kind of more action than the other Resident Evil's, but you definitely weren't jumping up and slicing things, you know, (laughs) in special moves. But, yeah. At first, I thought this was going to be a survival horror game. So I was like, oh, it looks good, but I'm going to be super scared. Uh, Because now they even look more real. 
But then when I saw like someone said, "Oh man, it's like the Matrix or something," like you killing these guys, I was like, "Okay, all right, I'll, I'm going to tell my mom to get this for Christmas for me." <laughs> Play that game. Oh man, loved it, loved it. I mean, like the I never played a game like that. Like it's not just an action game. Like you just swing your sword and hit like. One time, like you used to play on your N64 and PlayStation, like you would do these combo moves and it comes up like stylish and stuff. And then I'll jump up, have two um, guns, and then you kind of slow, like you kind of keep yourself in the air while you shooting down at the um, marionettes. I think that's what the enemies were. Like they're like marionettes, kind of clown looking things. Mm-hmm. And then you can juggle them up, like, like do an uppercut sword on them. Pull your guns up, keep them in the air while you're shooting. I mean, it was just so cool. I mean, for like high school B, I mean, this is a time where like the Matrix and all that, sh- like things of that nature was the hotness. So you just love seeing like cool fighting moves and all that shit. And to be able to do that in a video game was just like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> uh, I used to thought like, yeah, the story is great too, but I played it. Um, I think a HD version on the Xbox 360, and I was like, "Oh my god, this this is horrible." I said, "What the hell was I thinking?" <laughs> I mean, I mean, no, I mean, the game is fun, but the story is is cheesy. Like what the things they say, and I was like, I actually thought that shit was like, man, they could make a movie out of this. Yeah, I said, "Oh my god, no, they could not." All right, so that is it for the flashback segment. So we're gonna take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get to the gaming news, and we got a lot of news. Neither skin nor bone Just a thought is all I've got Now my cover's blown At the bottom of a lake A frozen feeling When my friends pulled me back up I started Healing So let's get into the gaming news. So what we got, Dan? All right, Dominic. I know we we only talk about it from time to time, what skins are coming to Fortnite, but I thought this one was kind of important to talk about. Now, I will admit, I will say up front, this is not a skin, even though I kind of want to make that joke. But time has... it was, oh my God. What's that? (laughs) If it was, oh my (laughs) freaking God. So time has teamed up with Epic to... Add a, an educational experience to Fortnite. It is called March Through Time, DC 63, and it is celebrating the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, so you can watch the I Have a Dream speech in Fortnite, Dominic. This is truly going to solve the internet. It's going to solve I, all problems. I don't, I don't think they should do this <laughs> I, I don't i don't think they should do this man it, like, it I, seems real bad right yeah 
when I saw that, I, I read, I like, I think, yeah, I saw it a couple days ago. I was like, the fuck? Really? Fortnite doesn't have to be all things to all people. You can't have experiences really, outside of Fortnite. Like, that doesn't have to be here, man. Like, this ain't the place I want. No, this ain't the place. Like, don't, don't do this. Did did someone have to agree to this, or is it like public public no, property? Somebody agreed, man. And they were all white. I <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I I don't I don't know. It's it's crazy that this is a thing because like the first headline I saw was like. Fortnite dis or Epic disables disrespectful emojis for Fortnite MLK event or something like that, and I was like, "Wait, what's happening in Fortnite? Why?" <laughs> yeah, I was scared. Day, I was thinking like, "Oh my god, they're going to have MLK as a skin?" Can they do that? They can't do that. They no. They, they, can, like- they literally cannot do that. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> and- I mean, even this, like, oh, so you get to just watch him, watch the speech. And I'm like, why? Me and my Ariana Grande skin sitting there watching uh, (laughs) MLK speak next to the Mandalorian and Grogu. Hey, how about you put the speech? Well, he didn't do a speech, but like the writings of him talking about reparations. Put put that up there, too. Well, you you need to contact Epic about that. Please, uh, please further elaborate on on Mr. King's uh, writings, please. Yeah, I, that is. I just, <laughs> I can't believe that this is this is where we live now. Um, this is the timeline that we've chosen, Dominic. Uh, Epic uh, also was in a little hot water, which is funny. I don't, uh, I haven't, honestly, I haven't looked yet, but I haven't seen a lot of like big pushback on this and and maybe it's because well, like, i haven't looked honestly maybe it's just because people but, were like yes people should know the teachings of martin luther king jr but and most of those people commenting are probably white so <laughs> what the fuck so let me put it in Fortnite, where the, the only place you know what we should just have if we have to go back to digital classes dominic we should just not have them on zoom we should have them in Fortnite. Um, yeah, I'm saying it now. It well, should that, become an educational tool. Well, you know what? Now I know that would have help me pay attention to class. <laughs> if you had me, I mean, what equivalent? Ga- it is an equivalent game to do that or by day, but I would have probably paid attention a lot more in class if somehow you had um, something like some math problems or something in my uh, Metal Gear I mean, Solid yeah, Number Munchers like that. was the thing, absolutely. And I mean, it's not to say that there there aren't games and places for this. Like, I think the stuff that they're doing with Assassin's Creed and like the historical yeah. stuff, like that that seems fine. But I don't know. There's like a weird uh, layer of this is just a game about shooting other people that <laughs> that it maybe doesn't seem like the right place to to do this kind of thing. I mean, especially when it's like at least there's some context for that, right? Like you're these stories are taking place in that time. Whereas Fortnite is just like, exactly. we can throw anything in here and make it relevant to Fortnite because Fortnite has no identity to itself. It is only the amalgamation of all brands basically. So I don't know. 
So they're not necessarily getting in trouble for that, but people are uh, calling them out on their new imposter mode, which sounds like it's basically Among Us, but in Fortnite. This can't come as a surprise to anyone because that's seemingly what Fortnite does. They take whatever is popular and make it more popular by putting it in Fortnite. Wow, and pos- I'm curious. I'm curious to see what the impossible it is like on Fortnite. Yeah, I, I mean, if it if that's the kind of thing that you're into, if you're into Among Us, then I can see you having fun in this. It sounds like they're you know two different kind of teams, or like you know you have like one person is an alien, and they're trying to you know kill everybody else, whilst the other the rest of the players try and figure out who the person is that's that's killing them. I mean, the the concept is cool. But it's hard to be surprised that this is the thing that Fortnite is doing because Fortnite only exists in its current iteration as a thing because it ripped off of another game. So I don't know why anybody would be surprised by this. So hopefully people are enjoying it. And, you know, if they are, hopefully it sticks around because, you know, they'll do those time limited kind of things sometimes. All right, Dominic, in some other news, WWE and Visual Concepts, the developers behind their WWE 2K games, it sounds like they're both a little uh, little angry at each other right now. Uh, So Visual Concepts has been reportedly angry over WWE releasing a whole bunch of people that they've probably put a lot of work into recreating it for their video game. Uh, It's kind of a joke every year that the game, by the time it's released, is outdated because, like, people have changed costumes or hair color or entrances or whatever. But this year is probably going to be particularly egregious because by the time this game comes out, half of the roster will be employed by AEW if if that's how that can even work. I don't I don't know if WWE can still release a game with those characters in it if their contracts are up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So. Is that that's the reason? That's the reason. For, that's what they even said. The reason is because of this. So that that's uh, the roster it, change. It's all it's all kind of conjecture right now. I don't okay. I don't think I've seen any actual. Uh, you know that that's not something that Visual Concepts is going to come out and say necessarily because you know you don't want to poison that relationship even if there are you know some strong feelings between the two. Um, but. It sounds like as a result of a lot of work that may have been wasted on characters that may not even appear in the game, uh, Visual Concepts is going to need more time to release that game, and it's getting pushed into next year. So you may recall last year they didn't come out with a 2K21 because 2K20 was so terrible. They ended up coming out with that Battlegrounds game instead, which apparently was also not very good. Um and here we are, second year in a row, not having a WWE game. And uh, yeah, next year, it's it's so funny because they always like tout that this game is like our biggest roster yet. We've you know put so much time and dedication. <laughs> it's like when this game releases next year, it's probably going to be the the smallest roster ever if they don't <laughs> include those people that that are. I'm gonna put some fake wrestlers in there to say, hey, we create some. Some like exclusive wrestlers, like um, <laughs> and they're all just, just made up of the characters that they fired. Yeah, yep, yeah. So that's it's it's a mess. I I really wish they would just g- 
give them time to actually make a different game. Here's the hoping the AEW game is the alternative to this game that their program is to WWE proper. I, you know, they, they, there hasn't been a lot of talk or show of it every once in a while. They'll be like, here's a character model of Chris Jericho. And this is what Kenny Omega looks like. But so far we haven't seen anything like gameplay wise or anything like that from that game. So here's hoping we see something soon. Maybe it like, I feel like that would be a good video games award kind of world, world, world premiere for Jeff Keighley. It would be like the AEW game. It's not going to close the show or anything, but I think that would that could be a big get for him. All right, Dominic, some news that came out of Microsoft. They had a kind of Gamescom briefer. Uh, they talked a little bit about Forza. They're coming out with a controller for that that's like clear yellow and pink and blue, kind of to oh, match that. like the smoky clouds that you always see in the Horizon games. That looks kind of neat. Um, but one of the other big things, for me at least, that came out of it was that xCloud streaming is going to be coming to Xbox One this holiday. We knew it was supposed to be coming at some point, but now they're kind of locking in a time window, and I think that's going to be super cool. I, You know, you were talking about Game Pass earlier and how it lets you kind of explore all these different types of games and genres and everything. But that's why I like the game streaming stuff even more because it's like I can just boot this thing up real quick, get a taste of it. I don't even have to worry about downloading it or installing it or anything. Exactly. And, you know, if I like it, then I can install it and play it if it's not running very well for me or whatever. But for the most part, you can get it runs well enough for you to get a taste taste of the game and kind of see if it's your flavor. So I thought that was really cool. Um, But... As I said, they they were taking part in the Gamescom stuff, you know, that usually happens in Cologne, Germany. And, of course, this year it was still digital. So Jeff Keighley did his thing. He had the Gamescom opening at night live where he did his whole video game show-off thing that he does. And they had some big names there, Dominic. They had Saints Row. There's going to be a new Saints Row game did you see the trailer for this? What'd you think? Yeah, uh, I'm a little excited for this because it's supposed to be uh, what like a remake, not, not, not remake, but actually just yeah, they refer just, to it as a reboot. A, reboot, yeah, reboot. That's yeah, that's what I mean. Look, word I was looking for, and so and I enjoyed the latest, the latest Saints World games. Mm-hmm. I mean, both of them. I played a little bit of four. Yeah, three, um, four. it was just really much it was really similar to three so uh but i enjoyed it i enjoyed what they did in those games and i want to see like now with these new graphics and things of that nature something more zany like you know gta i mean as zany as gta is it's is zany but almost to a but the base is like kind of realistic yeah like it's this, like a parody of uh, the real world where it's like world. yeah saints row was a parody of that world Bro, and yeah. video and games in arcade-y. general. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it feels arcadey, like, like driving in a car is, is not hard to do. It's like, <laughs> it's not, is actually fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was actually fun to use. Uh, yeah. Even though overall, I like the GTA games better. I appreciate saints row for what mm. it is. Yeah. And I, I, I actually like it. I actually liked it. I I never played one or two, uh, 
but three and four were good, and they were the better one. They were better than one and two. Mm. Um, yeah, that's I hear people heard, some so. uh, regard two is a pretty good game. That's kind of where okay. the shift started, where it was like this isn't just a GTA oh, clone. Yeah. They're kind of doing their own thing, but one was a hundred percent just we we don't have GTA out yet. You know, here's a thing that's exactly like that. It's it's the meme of. You know, I won GTA. Mom says we've got GTA at home, and it's Saints Row One, right? Like that's <laughs> that's all that game yeah. was. Um, and I, for what it was, I thought it was all right. Uh, but then Grand Theft Auto came along, and it's like, oh yeah, this is infinitesimally better than that game. And then Saints Row was at least smart enough to switch it up and and go in a different direction. And I think with three, especially critically, it just you know hit its stride there. So. This one didn't seem like it was quite as out there, but I think visually it still it looks incredible and keeps the same kind of colorful color palette that that you have in those games. So I expect them to keep up the wackiness it, it, at least a, enough to to segment themselves away from like a Grand Theft Auto. They didn't mention at all whether it was going to be a co-op thing or anything, did they? I didn't hear anything okay. about that. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't look. I didn't read too much news into it. Gotcha. I just saw like the trailer and just watched that. Gotcha. All right. Next up, Dominic was Marvel's Midnight Suns. So we had previously talked about rumors of a Firaxis Marvel game coming, and this is what it is. It's coming out March 2022, and you got all your like kind of dark occult characters. You got Blade in there. But you also you have Doctor Strange and some of the other characters that I'm Ghost not Rider. Even, Ghost Rider, yes. And then some of the other ones that I'm not as familiar with. I think one of the new mutants yeah. is in there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who the hell Ring is. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you you have those characters too. You have Wolverine, Captain America, Captain Marvel. I saw in there. But they they, say in the original comic, they those it was. Was it those characters weren't there? Like they just added them oh, okay. for those ge- for the game, like Iron Man and Wolverine. Like that makes sense. It's mostly all those mystical, mystical kind of characters. Mm-hmm. So, but I guess they they figure like, hey, we gotta add these guys in because people. Yeah, it's gonna sell that way. Yeah, yeah, you have more recognizable I'm surprised names. They put Spider Man there. I'm surprised <laughs> they put Spider Man there. You just haven't seen him yet, Dominic. I would not be surprised uh, at all if he. They go. It's exclusive to some. In, yep. It's going to two take years like later. two years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I wasn't wasn't super into the the way like Wolverine with the occult armor looks with like the runes no. and whatnot. No, it, I did not. It looks like Yeah, I did not like it. It looks kinda like the Avengers knockoff characters instead of like, oh, here's a cool looking comic book character. It's like we tried to make an MCU style character and then added some extra filigree for some reason. So I don't know. Hopefully there are different like costume changes that you can. Cause I think like when you first see Wolverine in that trailer, he's just wearing some normal ass Wolverine golden and, and brown yeah. stuff. So I'm sure they have different character options in there, whether you have to pay for them or not, that's a whole other thing, but this is for access, but that also means that's two K. So with, uh, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. All right, Dominic, after that. Now, this had been announced earlier in the week, but we finally have details on our Call of Duty. It's called Call of Duty Vanguard, and it sounds like basically you're hunting down Hitler's replacement or something like that. I think it's like post. What? That's what it is? 
Actually, I know nothing about this. Yeah, I that's, see, what, that's what I had heard is like it's post-Hitler killing himself, but before the end of the war, and you're like trying to hunt down the new Hitler or something like that. Um, the trailer looks oh, interesting. Call? What's that? The Red Skull? Yes, <laughs> exactly. It's the, this is finally it, Dominic, the Call of Duty uh, Marvel crossover. Yeah, they... Um, I can't remember the woman's name, but she was one of the voices in The Last of Us, and she is doing the voice of the female lead character in this. I don't know if the entire story mode is based around her or if she's just like a portion of it, because, you know, sometimes Call of Duty will like jump back and forth between people. Um, It sounds like I think she's a Russian uh, sniper, and it's set during World War II. Again, I mentioned the yeah mentioned that already um and the kind of new thing to me that stood out was like she's like climbing walls and stuff in a very cinematic kind of uncharty sort of way it 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 looks good to me um but also it just kind of looks like call of duty and in world war ii again and there's something about it where it's like man we've been doing this for so long and i know we like they've kind of exhausted their options in a lot of ways. Like they didn't just stick with call. Of, they didn't just stick with world war two since call of duty debuted. They went through future and past wars and all this stuff. But at the same time, I can't help but look at it and just get transported back to the days of me playing the first call of duty and going, yeah, this looks like more of the same, but prettier. So I don't, I don't, it's not doing a whole lot for me. And hasn't in a while, so I don't know. Seems like they're doing something at least a little bit different. After that, Dominic was Halo Infinite. We got a release date. We got December 8th. It's coming. Uh, the The big news that I saw this week, it, it wasn't announced as part of this, though, was that uh, the Forge mode and, more, more importantly, the co-op campaign stuff will not be in that game at launch yeah that is disappointing that feels like a huge miss on their part and it's that i read some i mean i read a little bit of of article explaining why um i think maybe it was twitter that one of the developers there were talks about should they delay it till next year until they have that stuff in there Mm. but then they said no, it's like it's not worth it. It's like we'll just put, at least have this, have the game so people can play and um, have it there next year. I mean, mean then just put or yeah, have this stuff come in later. Mm. But it's just that darn that sucks. That really sucks. Yeah, I mean, like I'm, this, I'm sure th- they have statistics on like how often that's played versus single player Halo or something, and maybe yeah. that was their way of justifying it. Because, like, whenever I think of Halo, I think of, like, playing with you. So it's like, oh, that seems like a very important part of the, the Halo mystique. And, uh, yeah, I try to see some people talk about, like, like so what? Like, the the story of Halo is usually just single player anyway. Like, you um, you don't, it's not like the co-op, it's not really a co-op story. Like, right. you're just playing in a co-op world. But I was like, but it's been there since the first game, man. Yeah. It's been co-op in the game every every single Halo game, and then they started doing four-player co-op. Uh, so, man, I mean, I I don't, I'm not really mad though. I mean, it's not so mad. It's just like 
you gotta release it like this. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, it's like you gotta read this. You, I mean, I almost wish you would. That's what's sad about it to me is like the quotes I keep seeing about it is, are like, oh, you know, we weren't. We were having trouble with with development, and we didn't want to release anything that wasn't ready. And it's like, well, to me, what you're saying right now is the game itself is not ready because this is part of the game. So yeah, you're using that as an excuse yeah. to not release a portion of the game, but maybe you should be using it as a reason to delay the entire game. But then, then there's another argument, though, saying like, well, you got to wait anyway, so why not at least have this if you got to wait for them to put co-op in there anyway? Yeah. I, I don't know. It, yeah, this sucks. But I mean, I'm glad I'm gonna play a Halo game, and, and so hope it turns out to be really good. But definitely, yeah, just sucks that you can't have everything at. Like it just these games just coming out incomplete. <laughs> it's just piecemeal at this point. It's like ah, we'll give you this thing at some point down the road. Yeah, but I'm still paying, I mean, Game Pass aside, I'm still paying $70 for something that you're promising me I might get down the road and by that time might not be popular enough to be around. You know, that's like the Spider-Man promise with Marvel's Avengers. It's like, oh yeah, but by the time that thing comes out, I'm not going to be playing it anymore. So you Exactly. Gotta, that That's ridiculous. I mean, they, you didn't at least pay extra for that, but you know, you might have chosen to get that on the PlayStation over the Xbox where you're, where some other friends were playing or something. You know. And then, yeah, but I, yeah, but I, like you said, but time it comes out, it's by like, you probably, maybe, maybe you started and they like, I don't want to play this anymore. I, I, I got these other games out now. <laughs> exactly. Now, what the uh, back to Call of Duty? Mm-hmm. Is there when are they going to have more detail on this? Did they have a date saying like we're going to talk more in this game? I believe they did say. Let me look up here real quick because I thought at the end of it they were like, "Oh, and we're going to have you know more gameplay something on this day or something like that." Let's see. PlayStation exclusive Alpha starts on August twenty seventh, which is already passed. So that's for the multiplayer stuff, obviously. Um, maybe that's that was it. Maybe it was the alpha stuff that they were given a date to. Because some of it, yeah, like they were doing Jeff Keighley's thing, and then they were like, oh, and in a couple more days we'll be doing, you know, this stream that'll be a part of this other thing. I'm trying to see if. Is there anything else? Alpha, alpha. I like the summer of games or something like that that Jeff, Jeff Kelly does. What was the big events that he's done? Because, I mean, did we miss something? Because I know he did something in E3. Mm-hmm. And today, what was between now and E3, what was the other event? For him or just in general? For for him. Because that, that was... That's Jeff Keighley's. Jeff Keighley's Summer of Games. Yeah. I mean, I think that's that's basically been it. Oh. I thought it was something that's going to be like we see, like throughout the summer. No. I thought that was. I think that's, like that's kind of what he. Yeah, I was going to say that's kind of what happened last year, right? Is he was like, let me spread this out a little more. But they were also like weird, loose partnerships where it was like, here's. Here's EA's thing, but also it's part of Jeff Keighley's summer thing, and then other people would be doing stuff, and you're like, is this part of Jeff Keighley's thing? This one was very much like, we're just doing the E3 thing, 
and then moving on. You know, it, it seems like last year, maybe he was just trying to find his footing with everything being different. And then it was like, nah, this E3 kind of setup just works the best, I guess. Get everybody together for one whole, you know, couple of days and then go from there. So, yeah, I'm not seeing anything else about an extra date coming for Call of Duty. But now that it's out there, now that we know it's coming, I'm sure we'll see stuff sporadically, whether it be multiplayer stuff or single player stuff. All right, Dominic, back to Halo real quick. They announced a 20th anniversary Halo Xbox. I think it looks very nice. It kind of has like a... Uh, I don't know, uh, structural design on the bottom and then like kind of starry at the top. Thought it looked nice. And there's going to be a Master Chief Elite 2 controller. And I think that also looks nice, but it's $200. And that's not just because it's Master Chief. That's because it's one of those Elite controllers. But that is too much for a controller, Dominic. You pay the $195, I'll give you five. <laughs> it's just, it's... It's too much. I think these controllers are are pretty much perfectly fine without spending an extra hundred and fifty plus dollars. So, but it does look good. I like the design of it. It's got Master Chief's green, and then you know some two hundred dollars and stuff. It's an elite. Is it an elite? Yeah, it's an elite. Okay, about to say, but still, it's just it's so hard to justify that. All right, Dominic, after that is when we started to kind of get into the the more smattering of smaller games. We got Cult of Lamb. This is a roguelike. It kind of reminds me of Don't Starve in the the art direction and the perspective. It's kind of an isometric kind of thing, but hand-drawn looking characters. And you're this lamb that seems to have been like possessed by Satan or something. And you're just going through. Oh, okay. Things. So you was going to be so were you going to be sacrificed? Yeah, you it looked away? like you were going to be sacrificed, and then you're like, ah, spin your head around and vomit up pea soup and stuff. Uh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, so that looks pretty cool. Kind of gives me a Binding of Isaac kind of vibe too. After that was Midnight Fight Express. This is coming summer 2021. Apparently, it's made by one guy, and it's also going to be on Game Pass. Uh, and it it's like an isometric thing. 3D models, but you're just going into these rooms and murdering people like John Wick, hand-to-hand, gun kata style. Seemed pretty smooth and neat. I don't wonder how that game actually controls to actually do all this cool-looking stuff. But it almost it gives me a like a Batman Arkham City or Arkham Asylum vibe, where you know how he kind of like magnetizes the enemies when you're doing combos and stuff and gets pulled yeah. over to the next one. It had that kind of look and feel to me. So that seems pretty cool. After that, they showed off some turtles, shredders, revenge, some TMNT. We found out that April O'Neil will be a fifth playable character in that game. And man, just seeing more gameplay of that. It looks great. I'm excited for that game. It's unfortunately not coming out until next year though. Oh, I really, yeah, I really want to get my hands on it. Definitely, definitely cool looking. After that was some Super Monkey Ball, Banana Mania, apparently Morgana, who is a character from Persona. She's like a little cat person. Uh, She's going to be a Monkey Ball guest character. She's going to be in a ball. And that game's coming out soon. It's coming out October 5th. So that's kind of like the best of Super Monkey Ball kind of thing. 
It's got all the, the previous good stuff and none of the cruff, Dominic. After that, they showed off Splitgate, which that's out now. It's it's an arena shooter with portals, basically, like very much Valve-style portals. And they're doing what they're calling Season Zero right now, and there's a new map. So that game looks pretty cool. Haven't heard a lot okay. of talk about it. I, I remember a little bit when it came out, I want to say like a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago. Um. But yeah, I haven't, haven't heard a lot about it after that. Okay, next up we got Riders Republic. More of that game. Still looks the same. Still crazy wackadoo downhill racing with all sorts of different cosplay and panda costumes and motorbikes and skis and all that nonsense. So hopefully that game turns out cool. We got Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, Dominic. We haven't heard from this one in a while. That's coming out spring 2022 now. Seems kind of far off. But this one, they're... Yeah, it, it does. Guys, darn, I thought, it was, <laughs> like, I thought it was supposed to come out last year. Yeah. They pushed it. And I thought it was going to come out this year. Yeah. And now they push it again. Nope. You got to get more people they in the They push it booth. in time for the, the other Star Wars movie. Is there another Star Wars or show? Or show? I don't know. Maybe it's coming around around the same time as Mandalorian or something like that. That's what we'll get next, Dominic. We'll get Lego the Mandalorian. Well, they're working on the Star Wars movie. They, I mean, we just haven't got. Oh yeah, uh, what's her name? Patty Jenkins' Star Wars movie, yeah. the Rogue Squadron one's coming out. Yeah, if anything. Yeah, and this one has voices. We're still doing that, but it seems like it's not just clips from the movies. At least it seems like it's yeah, custom that's stuff. That's I'm hoping. I just want yeah. I just want custom. If it's at least custom, I'm okay. Even though I like, I, said, I still prefer the Panama. I still yeah. think that's was really creative. It's the most creative. You know, it, yeah. it it limits them in a way that forces them to be slightly more creative, and I think that's cool. Uh, after that was synced off. Uh, this. Synced off planet. This is like a third person action shooter that is set in a sci-fi world. There wasn't really yeah. much to it that stood out to me, you know, to call out necessarily. It, it kind of reminds me of like a lost planet I mean, style thing. But it, I mean, it got it, the robot shit was crazy. Uh, where like a bunch of, I don't know what, what happened, but, it looks like a lot of action. It looks like there's a bot too, like almost like Jack to me. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a lot of action. I don't know what this game is. I mean, but I mean, it looks like it looks like a, I mean, it looks like a shooter, a third person mm-hmm. shooter. Yeah, so that could be cool. Uh, let's see. Next up, we've got Outlast Trials. So once again, we're following in the path of Left for Dead. That game uh, walks so we can run. This one's going to have four-player co-op, so you can be scared with your friends. Hey, um, is this going to be VR, too? I didn't see anything about VR. I feel like it can. That's... A, a VR Outlast but, game sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> I mean, people, they look, if they can go through that Resident Evil like that, man, then oh, yeah. shit. Oh, yeah, people love that shit. I on the other hand. I mean, hands. I would die. <laughs> My heart would just give out. Yeah, so that's coming out next year. 
Uh, we also got Doki V, which this trailer just seemed crazy. You got these little kids running around with umbrellas, paragliding, and skates. And then there was a robot, and it was all like, I don't know, like almost K-pop style music it sounded like, except it was in English. And yeah, this just colorful and craziness. I was, I was wondering, like, is it an action game? It's not multiplayer. I mean, like, it seems like, like it's got to be players. Maybe I don't. Maybe it doesn't have to be. Look like you look like NPCs that the person shooting at. Yeah. Or is it like, or is it like a mix? They, they don't explain it, do they? No, they don't. But it looks like it. It could be like another thing that has some sort of co-op in there. But then when I think about it, like all the stuff when you see it behind the back, like you would actually be playing it. It is kind of just you alone. So I feel like they would have focused more on those characters if that were the case. If it was is more the music K pop, let me listen to it. It's oh just oh my like, god, yes it is. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one that's like. It's just crazy, and it it like switches up a whole bunch of times too. Like it's just yeah. all over the place, but it looks really cool. Um, yeah, just the way you traverse through the environments, it just looks really neat. Has kind of like a a jet grind radio vibe to it without having like that visual aesthetic at all. Like it has its own visual aesthetic completely, but also just has kind of the same feelings behind it. Oh, the Jurassic world evolution, man. Yeah. So after that, they showed off Jurassic world evolution two. That's coming out November 9th. Gave us the release date for that there and showed off the, uh, water tank one. Yeah, that was kind of the crocodile. big, the big Cro- reveal. The giant crocodile. Yeah, and that, that, that shark what, what pulling over. The, the crocodosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> I had it like at the back of my mind. I can't remember the name of it at all. Just start give with it the I. Let's give it the I. Oh, it's coming to A. I don't remember. Let's see. Water tank dinosaur. Echidorus. The Mazosaurus. Oh. Look at that in the size chart. It's gigantic. Where am I? Oh, I'm on JurassicWorld.com. <laughs> of course. Of course, that's where they would have the uh, information for the made Oh, but dinosaur. is the Megalodon bigger than that? I feel like it probably is, right? Yeah. Let's see. What's the Megalodon measurements do we have? The truth about the Megalodon. Does it just have a size? It does not have a size. Oh, there we go. Size. Uh, Megalodon doesn't seem as big as I thought it was going to be. Three meters. 26 feet. And okay. Yeah, you got to go by feet, man, because I have I no know. concept. <laughs> and the Mazosaurus is 55 feet long. Like a GPS tell me, hey, you like 27 <laughs> kilometers. Oh my God, what is that? Is that a lot or a little? <laughs> <laughs> it's immediately, oh God. <laughs> I missed my turn. All right, Dominic, after that was Far Cry 6. They just showed another trailer of that. That's coming out October 7th. Giancarlo Esposito is definitely a villain who's not a villain. Apparently, he's trying to save people 
through cancer medicines, that he's getting out of tobacco, that he is using slave labor to to cultivate. Hey, man. Anyway, we get it, man. We need to, we need to help cure that cancer. I'm intrigued to see where they go with it. Is it like, okay, he's obviously not curing cancer because it's coming from tobacco and that's just giving people yeah, more exactly. cancer. Or if it's, you know, if he is actually going to be some weirdly like sympathetic villain and whatnot. After that was Vampire Masquerade Blood Hunt. That's the, uh, the, uh, battleground, the, uh, battle royale style set in the vampire masquerade universe game. That's still looking pretty cool as far as like different so, things about, you know, different, different versions of that. The masquerade concept. game already came out. No, the, uh, remake masquerade uh-huh. two is currently like, I don't even know what's going on. Like the most recent news we had about that game was basically like the game director, leaving and them switching studios. So it seems like it's going to be a while before we get any kind of substantial update about vampire, the masquerade bloodlines too. I think it is, but we have talked about some other like spinoff things. Cause the thing about vampire masquerade is like, that's basically a franchise like dungeons and dragons is like, it's a, it's a role-playing game. And then you have like all the different subtitled things that are, offshoots of that so i think the the one we were talking about was kind of like a visual novel one that came out relatively recently so yeah after that dominic was park beyond this is a new park building game coming in 2022 did that one uh pique your interest at all isn't that a more arcadey one? That's what it looks like. It looks like there are a lot more like fun rides. Like you don't necessarily have a roller coaster that yeah. has a full track. It can like jump tracks and they had a car- uh, carousel that like lifted up into three layers and stuff. Looks really neat. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious about that. I'm definitely curious about that game. After that was Jet the Far Shore. That's got a release date now. It's coming out October 5th to the PS4, PS5, and Epic Store. That game's still just, it's not doing much for me. It's just kind of so bland looking, and I don't. What's this game called again? Uh, oh, Jet. Jet the, the Far Shore. Shore. Yeah, yeah I, I, and I watched the gameplay of it on Game Informer. Somebody was playing it. Okay. I think it's a game you just have to play. To, to maybe really, maybe you find something into it. it it's damn sure ain't cool watching. <laughs> it's it's always just them flying around, not doing much of anything. It's om- it almost reminds me of like I don't know. I was gonna say like driving around the Mako or something, just bland oh, travel yeah. where you aren't really doing anything. Oh yeah, I hate that fucking Mako man. <laughs> it's so much no, better I- now though. It's fine. No, it's not. <laughs> no, that's unfortunate. No. I thought it was going to make it so that, like, okay, now you can just go up any terrain. No, right. I'm still sliding back down. Mm. So I'm just like, come on, man. <laughs> Ugh, rough. All right. After that, Dominic, <laughs> one of the guys from Horizon Forbidden West came on because Jeff Keighley was like, yo, we got a, we got an update on Horizon Forbidden West. And then they just had the developer go, oh, yeah, this shit's delayed until February 18th, 2022. <laughs> and then they didn't they didn't have any gameplay, they didn't have any trailer. It was literally just like, here's an update. The updates that the game's delayed, but you probably already knew that because you listen to this podcast and we've talked about it being rumored now, already. 
Um, did we talk about that being delayed last podcast? I don't remember the last Horizon time we talked Joe about Dawn? it, but we talked about rumors of it being delayed because it wasn't official until yeah, okay. now. Yeah. So, you know, Sony's kind of not having a lot this holiday season exclusive wise. Ah. Um, was there anything else delayed since we've been out? Um, not big like that huge. I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Not that I can think of. Okay. God of War. God of War has been delayed. No, I mean, nope, because well, Halo's actually got a release date now, Dominic. So that one that I was betting on getting delayed is not not getting delayed. Yeah, but All right. you're partially right because they ain't got a full game. <laughs> In that case, I was partially right to begin with because they were already like splitting things out of it since the first time they announced it. They're like, oh, well, the multiplayer is mm-hmm. going to come in this pack, and then we're going to have the single player in this, and then co-op will come eventually. It's just unfinished games, Dominic. Finish them, put them on the disc, ship them out. <laughs> All right. After that was New World. That's that Amazon MMO that was destroying people's graphics cards. The open beta for that is going to be happening September 9th through the 12th. So if you want to put your card through a stress stress test, you can, you can check that out. Um, I'd be yeah, interested to see what what people who are into MMOs think of that game, if it's yeah, if it's anything. Because I mean, one of the guys at work who's who's a big uh, World of Warcraft guy recently started playing Final Fantasy fourteen and has gotten super into it. And it's like people still have those two games. I don't know that you're going to get a lot of people coming over to your game necessarily, as long as you know. And you also have like Elder Scrolls too, and they're still pumping out new content, both them and Final Fantasy. So I just, I don't know how big a market that is. Cause I can't imagine there are a lot of people playing multiple MMOs at a time, right? Like you, you lock into one and you stay dedicated to that. So we'll see. after that, they showed off Marvel future revolution. This is a phone what game. Is this? It's a phone. It's game. a phone game. Yeah. Ah, uh, that that's the extent that I'm going to even talk about that because it, uh, it, you see the gameplay of it, and there's like 60 million digital buttons on the right hand side for different attacks you can do, and I'm like, who? I'm sure there are plenty of people that want to play this game, but also, ew. <laughs> like, why can't you take this work and just make it into an yeah. actual game? All right, after that was another trailer for Lost Judgment. I I was having a little bit of trouble figuring out what Wait a minute, stuff. you don't want to talk about the violinist or whatever the hell she that is? No, I, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. They had like two musical performances. It was her, and then later I think they had like an orchestra for something. No. That's Taylor Ross for Taylor Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but go ahead. Yeah, Lost Judgment, just another trailer for that. And I don't even know if it was part of Jeff Keighley's thing or if it was just a commercial in between because they transition so harshly. Like, And by harshly, I mean so subtly. It's like, oh, here's just another trailer for a thing. I can't tell if that was part of it. It's not until it's like Red Bull gives you wings that I'm like, oh, I'm I'm in the commercial segment of this now. <laughs> After that was Dead Mouse. He's got a thing happening in Core, which I guess is like a game engine. 
He's making a thing. It's so Dead Mouth. Um, he actually takes his head off. You can yeah, you just you. see the dude's yeah. face, and I'm pretty sure I've seen his face before. But also, probably, like, yeah, he looks familiar. I thought he was just the dude that kind of anytime you saw him in public was was Dead Mouse was the character was the guy with the helmet on. So it's kind of weird, but it's called like OB rehearsal, but in like kind of elite speak. And there was some, some dead mouse shit happening in there. There's like car with legs. I don't know. Seemed weird. Also just kind of seemed like an ad for core, which I'm not necessarily familiar with. Maybe it's a cool game yeah. engine. I don't know. Yeah. So that's what they were showing all the games that uses that engine. Yeah. Yeah. They were showing, yeah, they were also showing more than just, just his thing. But that's why it felt like it was more, more of just a commercial than it was like, Hey, here's my thing. Um, after that, they showed off a, a new set of stuff for fall guys. They're going to be jungle book, Disney's jungle book, uh, costumes. You're going to have Shere Khan and blue. And there's another one. I can't remember who that is crazy. The of all things, a jungle book, right? <laughs> exactly. Is it some kind of like weird anniversary or something? Maybe like, um, I don't know years or something. But on September 3rd through the 12th, they're going to do a King Louie event. So, Scooby-Doo, I want to be like you. It's It looks fun, though. Those Disney characters fit in with that world in the right kind of way. Yeah. After that, they played a little bit of a thing for Replaced and talked about how like the song that was a part of the trailer is now on platforms to get is replaced I meant to look that up before we started but is replaced the one from no it is not either of the ones I thought it was going to be which was going to be the um either the play dead or the one from the guys who left play dead but it is not either yeah. of those things it is the kind of um what is what is the aesthetic I'm looking for? Like Blade Runner, but not quite cyber, a cyberpunk. I guess is what I'm what I was trying to think of, but not quite. It definitely looks neat though. It's like side scrolling thing still. Um, wait a second, is it played? Did I just see? Oh, play replaced. <laughs> Saw under the video it said play something dot com, and I was like, wait a second. All right. After that, Dominic was Age of Empires 4. That's coming out October 28th. So if you're into Age of Empires, you can check that out very soon. After that was Valheim, the Hearth and Home content update. This is one that's been out for a couple of months now, I think on PlayStation mostly, and your little Viking guys. Uh, PC also. Yeah, that's the PC one that people were very into for a while there. I confused that one with the one that's on PlayStation that I can't think of the name of right now. Um, but Valheim a couple of months ago, everybody was talking about, so they're doing new content for that. After that, they showed off crossfire X. As you may know, Dominic, that's the most popular shooting game ever in the world to ever exist. Uh, mostly because it's being played in like yeah, China and I, Korea and stuff. I, 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 did, did I try it? I think on Xbox, and I just put it right back. I just put it down. I just put it down. Back down. No, it's, yeah. it's like, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Another one that seems like it's 
popular because I see ads for it all the time, but is not something I'd ever find myself playing. World of Tanks, Dominic. This one, I think, also had a musical performance type aspect. They were like, yo, our song's in the game, and we're going to play some metal music or something over this trailer of World of Tanks. So that's your bag. Check that out. There's also World of Warships, which is another one where I see ads for it all the time. And it's like, I guess somebody plays this. Uh, then they showed some Genshin Impact, Dominic. We, I think we had talked about this previously, but Aloy's coming to Genshin Impact on the PlayStation. So they showed off a little bit of gameplay with her. She's looking cool. That's going to be available on the 1st of September. Was she in Monster Hunter? She was, yes. Okay. Yeah, so... You know, Aloy Dominic, she's the the platform's mascot now. She just can't come out on time. Yeah. So, it sucks. But yeah, that'll be available as a free unlockable on the PS4 and PS5 versions of Genshin Impact. So you can check that out. After that was Sifu. We've we've talked about this numerous times now. This is the one where it's like a hand-to-hand combat game, but also like you're aging and then eventually you die and you start over as a young man again. And yeah, it it seems cool, but we've just seen it so many times now that it's like, okay, I'm just ready for you to come out now, please. And I'm yeah, not sure. I mean, there's not much to take on. I just want to look and see, does that have a release date that I just didn't put down? 2022, nothing specific. So, Oh, no, there it is. Sifu releases it during Gamescom. I thought, because they also showed off that there's going to be like a deluxe edition that you can buy, which is always just like, it's such a, almost feels cocky because, come on, what do we, what do we know about this game? You already want me to buy like a special edition. Um, But that's coming February 22nd of 2022. So. And that is a $40 game for the standard edition and then $50 for the deluxe edition that comes with 48-hour ahead access if you pre-order, art book, original soundtrack, things of that nature. So we got that, Dominic. And then to close the show, Jeff Keighley, his, uh, his favorite friend, blessed us with much, much more Death Stranding stuff. They showed off the director's cut in what felt like a very extensive trailer, Dominic. Maybe it's just because I had such little interest in it, but it just seemed like every time, I think at that point I was making breakfast for my daughter, and I was <laughs> just look over and I'm like, oh, this is still on. He's got yeah, hover boots it, it, now. It was it was pretty long. Yeah. But they're they're adding stuff that makes it easier to like transverse and deliver stuff. They're giving you like hover boots and things of that nature. So, you know, make it in more fun at least, maybe. So that's cool. If you're if you're into Death Stranding or weren't into Death Stranding and wanted something slightly different. Yeah, that was Jeff Keeley's Gamescom, Dominic. I'm sure there was a couple bits and pieces here and there that came out since then as well that I, I miss, but was there anything else this week that you uh, saw want to talk about? Nah, nah, top of my head. If I remember something, I'll do it next week. Gotcha. All right. We'll get into new releases here 
Real quick, Dominic, we got 12 minutes, as you mentioned earlier. That's on PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X, part of Games Pass. So check it out if you've got that and have any interest. We also got Recompile. That's out on the PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X. This is kind of a 3D world Metroidvania is how it's being described. I think we've seen it before. It looks pretty cool. Um, I don't think that's on Game Pass, though, so... Otherwise, I would maybe check that out. We also got Ghost of Tsushima, the director's cut. That's out now on the PS4 and PS5. Adds that uh, New Island stuff as well as some upgrades for the PS5 version. Makes it look slightly better. So you got that going. We also got Madden NFL 22, Dominic, for the PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Google Stadia. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention, it was actually two weeks ago, I did play a little bit of Madden 22 because it has the, you know, 10-hour limit. Mm-hmm. So, it, I don't see anything really different from last year, even though franchise... I mean, it's, it's some things are different, but nothing... That will make it like, yeah, this is finally what I wanted. Mm. It's still not there yet for me personally. Yeah. All right. We also. I played it on my base Xbox, so Ah. I don't know. uh, I mean, I can't play. It's not streaming, so Mm. I can't see how it's on the Xbox Series X. And I didn't download the PC version. It's night and day difference, Dominic. Night and day difference. Of course it is. All right, we also have Quake Remaster because I think while we were away, uh, QuakeCon happened and they announced this. Uh, that is now out on the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo yeah. Switch. Game Pass. Yep, yep. It's also on Game Pass as part of the Xbox. So that's very cool. I think they even had it free on Steam for a little bit. I don't know I, that it is anymore. Then Epic, Epic Store has somebody, something free. Oh, do they? They've always got something free. And I've. I mean, I felt like it was something that like was relevant to something that just happened, but I just don't remember what it was. Ah, Saints Row the Third is free right now, the remastered edition. Okay, so I'll have to log in and download that because I'm usually pretty good about that. But uh, of late, I think I've you had that game on Steam. Been bad. It doesn't matter, Dominic. They're giving it away for free. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. Plus, is is that the remastered one? Does that upgrade to the remastered one, having the original version? I don't know, Dominic, and I'm I don't have time to look, so I'm just going to download this entirely different launcher so I can play it there. I guess I don't know. I'm just messing around, Dominic. All right, Aliens Fire Team Elite. That's now out on the PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Sounds like that game's okay, but maybe not great. I yeah I haven't been seeing really like great reviews like I'm I don't know now I'm just like I guess I can hold out on that and just wait for back for blood yeah it's sooner than it feels like it should be right Dominic all right after that we've got Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts two on the PS five. So if you want to snipe some ghosts or some warriors, you can do that on the PS5 now. Check that out. We also got Baldo on the PC and is Nintendo that Switch and PS4 the and Xbox owl One. Game? Baldo is the one that looks a lot like the uh I am blanking on it now. The the anime one that looks very much like a cartoon, uh Nino Kuni. Oh, okay. It looks a lot like that. 
I just checked Metacritic to see how that is scoring, and currently it has a 4.7 on the users for the Switch version, which that's kind of weird that it's that low on users. 4.7? I feel Jesus, like users it goes, is usually pretty high. Is you, oh, wait a minute. Out of like 100%? Out of the 10, right, is what Metacritic does. Metacritic's usually um uh, like fifty three percent, you know, like people like oh, right. it, and it is. Maybe it's because it's it's the users, so I think it's out of five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, oh. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Baldo the Guardian Owl, the Guardian Owls. Yeah, I do have something to do with owls. Uh, do Do you play oh, as that? owl or do you? Um, I didn't realize there gar- was a subtitle of it. Wait a second. I am very confused now, Dominic, because they had Baldo. For the Switch on Metacritic. And then they have Baldo the Guardian Owls on Switch. And that one has a 6.1 user rating with a couple of 10s. And Baldo itself, what the hell? What the hell is Baldo? It's the same exact thing. I just don't understand why they have a different entry for it. And it has much lower scores. (laughs) That's very weird. Still no critic scores for any of it, though. So... Have to wait and see if that's at all worth looking at. But there's always Nino Cooney, Dominic. Oh, you do got an owl like a owl next to you, but he probably talks to you too. He better talk to me. Wonder if he's like the owl from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I was there's thinking the owl from Zelda, where he just turns his head completely upside down like a creep. Oh, yeah, it's unnecessary, Dominic. All right, we also have Spelunky 1 and 2 out on the Nintendo Switch, as I mentioned earlier. No More Heroes 3 is also out now on the Nintendo Switch. And let's see how that's doing on Metacritic right now. 75, Dominic. All right, that's all right. Yeah, it's not too bad. And then we have Psychonauts 2, Dominic, finally out oh, so after are you like gonna 16 Spelunky? years. Oh, yeah. I already yeah. got Spelunky. Spelunky 2, I mean? I I bought that at the same time. I just haven't oh, played okay. that one yet. Yeah, I, I already bought them both. Oh, okay. Yep. So, very excited for that. Very excited to get back into Psychonauts 2 as well. That's out on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. You can play the PS4 version on the Xbox, or on the, on the Xbox, on the PS5 but there is no native PS5 version for somewhat obvious reasons. I mean, Microsoft does own Double Fine now, and I think the only reason they even released the PS4 version was because they had already done that as like a Kickstarter fig goal. So, you know, they they have no no interest in, in doing that probably. But I think they, they do run it like a better frame rate or whatever. So it's it's not terrible on there. So those are our new releases this week, Dominic. You got anything else for the week? No. All right. I'm get good. out of here. Shut this baby down, Dominic. Everybody can check us out on Twitter at DStalworth5 is Dominic. DStalworth5 is Dominic. Regulus MB is me. And the podcast is at Superpod, S-U-P-A-P-O-D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there. As all of our 
previous podcasts as well as links to all the places you can find us including youtube where there's a video version of this podcast has gameplay for relevant games that we were talking about that week as well as places like itunes stitcher google Podcasts, spotify and amazon music until next time guys see you later